bang 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 no i seen something hilarious somebody shared me a meme of um y'all seen soul plane yeah um he had put his hand in the fucking potato he thought he was you know touching the yeah. chick and that part where he was tweaking out I, I can't even repeat the sounds he was doing but that shit was funny as hell they was talking about what if somebody put your hand in your uh, thanksgiving food like that Oh, Hilarious! I <laughs> like the name from Scary Movie, like my terms, <laughs> my, my terms. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, yo, I laughed about that That's... so long when that movie came out, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That's when you was kind of like at that age where you know you couldn't watch nothing crazy, but then it was just like, but you was old enough to know. Well, I used to bring my homies over, nigga, and watch that shit like that. Yeah, that shit's be fun. scary. Like, scary these. movie was a time. Scary movie, yeah. That's one of my favorite comedy like, series. Scary movie two. Was the best out of them all, if you ask me. That shit with the hand. And, and, your, and your parents think you watching a regular movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. So every time they could walk past the room, you got to pause it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Video. Gen Z too sensitive for now, though, because the Take jokes. Take my strong hand. The, the, the jokes him and the handicapped dude was going nah, in, that, that was, was top crazy, tier, man. dog. That was crazy. I'm going to walk away. <laughs> walk <laughs> away. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Shout out to Scary Movie. Let's go ahead and start the show off, man. Let's go. Set the vibes. Uh. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Me's a freaky girl. Mario Freaky girl. Mic check, mic check. Shirt off. Sure. 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 Next classified, bitch. I'm fried. In the club with a damn survival guide. Toxic. Set up like the cyanide. An alien in a pod, no tide. Burning up, vampire, UV light. Make 50k like a feather, this shit light. My dog in jail, Ben Franklin, send a kite. Gula, she ain't good tonight. In the gulag, nigga, we can fight. Take you too long, nigga, can you fight? I saw put all my future looking bright. The last line of metaphor, read a bike. You need middle, nigga, I'm a tutor. What's up, what's up, what's up, I go by the name of Reggie Days, man, and this is yet another episode of Reality Bites. Today I am joined by my right-hand man, Shame the Dream. And we also joined by Chef. That was uh, Ski Mask, the slump guy, Ooga Booga. That, I don't know, bro. i just been in a silly mood all day. I thought Ski Mask would be the perfect nigga to bring it in. They need that on the new Crash Bandicoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, how y'all boys been feeling? Awesome, awesome. Well rested, grounded, had the holidays. I'm at home. Now I'm back home in Orlando. It's lit. Of course, this nigga well rested. Saying? He probably only nigga got some sleep today. Oh, Yo, let's, okay, let's well, do this. Let's I've this been, nigga uh, I'm, I'm out it now. 
This damn. man. So God we were damn. supposed to record at what? What was it? Ten thirty. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga chef, me and chef having full conversations, talking about chef's like, damn, I'm gonna be a few minutes late, this and that, and I'm like, yo, I haven't heard from Sheem yet. Uh-oh. So I call this man on the phone twice, no response. I tell Chef, you know what? You're on your way to my crib anyway. Go ahead and stop by and see what the hell this nigga doing, bro. <laughs> this nigga sends me a picture of Sheen out. Knock the fuck cold. out. Cold. <laughs> when I say cold, bro, I'm talking about he looked like he got slumped, bro. I was slumped. <laughs> Imagine y'all outed me, but yes, listeners, I was fucking asleep. I slept no, great. You. <laughs> I slept great. <laughs> Let's be clear. Outing you would be putting that as the cover of the next pod. I was thinking about that, nah. Loki. <laughs> well, we well, what we're not going to do is put that out to the universe. It'll never see the light again. Hey. Sweet dream. <laughs> I hate you. Sweet dreams. <laughs> oh yeah. shit, that's Bruh. funny. That was that was cool. That I like would that be one. a good one. Okay, we gotta get we gotta get a cover photo of you just sleeping on a uh, pillow. Just we go we we gonna stage it so it's like you could be <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll stage it. We'll stage but, it so you feel better about the picture. Yeah, Bruh, I'm gonna look like a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, are you one yeah. of the people who sleep like a dead person? I do actually. That's you sleep, why you, on, you sleep hey, on your back with your arms crossed. You ain't see the picture when I shit the nigga. You ain't see nah, the picture. Don't, like, don't. Yeah. I gotta go back and look. I gotta look. He was, at this like, he, was look, he was looking at me. Take the picture, but didn't say. <laughs> I'm like, yo, bro, this dude knocked out, bro. Bro, and I said, I was watching he, something he said, and then just he passed said, yo, out. What time so. is that? I said, she ain't nah, eleven. He, was, he said nine o'clock. I said, no, nigga, eleven. Yeah, it's eleven o'clock. It's nine o'clock. I said, nigga, it's eleven o'clock. <laughs> God damn it, get your ass up. <laughs> yeah. This nigga talking about I was watching something. Now it was watching you, bro. For sure, for the most part. But nah, the crazy part about it is, okay, I walk bad. in the room. It's we supposed bad. to be podcasting. This nigga watching the podcast. <laughs> While the podcast was watching me. Yo, that's crazy. That's funny. No yo. free promo. At least you know he woke <laughs> up and brought his ass to work. Right. Yeah. Oh man, I guess going back to the last episode, how how have y'all felt since uh, we started digging in? Digging in the crates and you know pulling up the uh, listener letters and all that. How y'all feel? Um, I'm amazed, honestly, humbled that people cared enough to to write you about you know the things we talk about. Their interest in us, um, their interest in our topics, their interest in our podcast. All that's humbling for me that people find us that interest in anything I'm a part of with my brothers. Um, that's what I got. That's how I feel. We're um, you know I'm. I feel good about it. You know what I'm saying? All I can say to the fans is just be patient. You know, I know we got the, the little Stay fail, the, the, the message about, like, I know you guys don't take it as a, like as a career, but we actually going into it with that mindset. You know what I mean? We're just taking us some time to kind of get everything together, you know, um, you know, get things scripted, and we're just going to really go at it, and you know, because we... We treat it like a, you know, I treat it like a job. This is you know, like we, a job. We every a week we stay, we try to stay committed, even when things is a little off. Yeah, like, man. we got to do it, and I, I, I look at it as a priority too, because I, in the back of my head, if I know we ain't podcast, I'm like, man, we got a podcast, we got a podcast, we got to get it done. Yeah. I, so, I tell y'all right now, we all, when we not able to produce, we care because we care about what y'all think at the end of the day, and that's a fact. For sure. Hey, speaking about things that we care about though, uh, we're gonna start off. Before we get into music, because majority of our topics are going to be music today. For sure. Um, Balenciaga, right? So we're going to start off with this. There's one thing that America cares about more than pets, and that's kids. That's literally the only thing. The two things that you can't mess with. The two things you cannot mess with without pissing people off. Pets, children. 
Those are the two things that you can mess with where literally it's not even cancel culture at that point. Everybody is going for your head. Everybody wants to see you out of here immediately. Mm -hmm. And Balenciaga is learning that. Now, for those who don't know, Balenciaga had a um, a line of, I guess they're, they're considered bags because they were like, they're shaped like teddy bears, right? Mm -hmm. These were teddy bears that had like S&M bondage costumes on them. They had like a, the, the spiked um, dog collar and, you know, it looked like the whips and chain fits, you know, the, the dominatrix type. type stuff. Yeah, they were yeah, they were teddy bears that have that type of stuff on <clears throat> them. Children were holding these teddy bears and these teddy bears are supposed to be like either book bags, carry bags, you know, uh, like accessories, pretty much. We'll just say accessories. Now, it's already bad enough that there's a picture of children with bondage teddy bears. Teddy bears yeah. yeah, bondage teddy that, bears. That sounds crazy. And wine glasses. Don't forget the wine. Oh, yeah, there was wine glasses in the picture, they too. They had wine I did, glasses. I, I don't even understand. Hold, hold the fuck up. Because so, <laughs> I really didn't want to look into that Balenciaga shit in all honesty. But you mean to tell me, so these bags that they had had spike collars on the, the teddy bear? Yeah, like the teddy bear was dressed up. Like, imagine, you remember the gimp? From uh, from yeah, I can't even think. Of uh, the gimp. No, no, the gimp, the little the the thing that had like all the bondage stuff all over it that ended up raping Ving Rhames in Pulp Fiction. Fuck yeah, yeah, I do because I love Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so okay, yeah. Think about that thing in Pulp Fiction. They but, had but that a on a teddy bear. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so they had a dominatrix harness on a fam. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ain't, uh, ain't no drip in the world, bro. What the fuck y'all doing, dog? It, they just getting it, bored. When you look at it, it does look like that. I was trying to like, you know, voucher and be like, man, maybe it's kind of like some punk rock type of. That's thing. what some people say. That's how I would I would take some, it. So on like the edgy like kiss type yeah, vibes, yeah, like yeah, or not but, even yeah. but still think kid, about like it, it's for children. Yeah, it's it, I mean it was children holding it. No, right? no, I get that. So they're promoting it with children, like, yeah. or what what. I thought the bears was some type of kind of like uh, new, like you know, like you know how the Care Bears came out and everybody's Care yeah, Bears. Yeah, I were, didn't know that they were I bags it was like until actual, I read it. Right, that's I thought I'm it was saying. just a regular teddy bear until I realized right. they were like, oh no, you could open the teddy bear up and put stuff right. in it. So like, and I was like, okay, so it, it it's looks a like a teddy. It's bear. a merch. It looks it's, like it's a, a teddy bear. It looks like a teddy bear, but right. it also works as a bag. I, do y'all remember? Actually, that was a good idea bringing up the uh, Care Bears. Y'all remember when the kids had the big old Care Bear? But it had the two straps on the back where the, you could put, put it on your back. I, like I, I remember seeing that for okay, sure. Okay, so imagine that, but with the S and M teddy bear. That looks crazy, but it should only be for I mean, adults. It could be a fashion or teenagers that's but, into that. But that's but the, not for kids. But that's the problem when you when you're advertising something like that with kids. You gotta be careful. It, nah, that's distasteful. I already get it, and it's up for interpretation because there's some people who would look at it like. You know, we all used to watch Danny Phantom, right? Yeah, I remember yeah. uh, Danny Phantom's girlfriend was the uh, goth girl, right? Yeah, correct. I remember goth kids in middle school. I remember there were kids that wore the dog collar and the that, the stuff like for that sure. in middle school. But we were still children in middle school too, though. Right? Like you, right. Don't, you know what I'm saying? You're not old enough to really be buying your own stuff to like high school at the earliest. Right. So these are parents that were giving this to kids. So in my head, when I first looked at it, this is me just glancing past it. Mm -hmm. I didn't see S and M bondage, whatever. I looked past it. And I thought I was like, why are they selling gothic teddy bears? Right. But I just left it alone. Mm -hmm. That's how I looked at it too. Okay. Now, <clears throat> that's the shallow level of it. Now yeah, here's where it gets part. crazy. In the room where they have the kids standing. 
there's also a coffee table. On this coffee table, there were the wine glasses, but there was also paperwork and random stuff just cluttered all over the table. Mm-hmm. In the paperwork, there's like briefcases, briefcases, folders, this and that, and then there's legal documents that are sitting on the, t- on the table. Mm-hmm. You zoom into these documents, the documents are like court documents. legitimate court documents about pedophile cases. Y'all dead ass serious? Dead serious. What the fuck? The page was lo- up long enough where people were going, people were going to Balenciaga's like Instagram, people were going to Balenciaga's website and like looking for themselves because they were like, okay, this might be, you know, a hoax. That's like, what I thought too. So exactly. people were going yeah. to the actual Instagram yeah. and going to their website and like <laughs> zooming in for themselves because yeah. you know, you got an iPhone, you can zoom it. Right. And you can literally read, oh, this is, I forgot the name of the case. It was like some such and such versus such and such. Right. And then so they would Google what that means. And when, when it comes up, it was a case talking about pedophilia. I thought it was cap. And then I, I oh put the two God. documents together. I'm like, man, they probably just put that as, you know, screenshotted it. Yeah, because some people were like, oh, it could be Photoshop. Yeah, it could Photoshop. be fake, this and that. But then no, I started it, reading them and I was like, wait, every single word is starting to match. <laughs> <laughs> and then I zoomed in more and was like, you, oh, snap, this is it's what it's saying. I but know we kind of joking, but that's some wicked shit going on. That man. is. But oh then, no, no, no! That we're we're laughing because it's astonishing. A, a, it's bro. astonishing. This isn't something that I would even take as a joke. Like I would look at this. Now, of course, everybody's instant reaction is like, "Okay, cancel Balenciaga." Fortune five hundred companies don't get canceled, so we're gonna let's throw that out, right? What is a? Here's where like I get stuck, right? Because mm-hmm. there's people who are like, "Okay, look." Kanye just wanted out of Balenciaga. Look, Kanye was right. These people are evil, this and that. I'm not going to say Kanye was right because Kanye didn't come out and say these people are touching kids. Right. Kanye said they messed up my contract. That's yeah. like me having beef with, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Me, right. me having... He mad over the money. He don't care about what exactly the scandals and stuff are behind that. He's worried about his bag. Exactly. That's like me having beef with a dude in the hood and I'm like, oh, he shorted me some money. And then the next day he punched a girl in the face. And I'm like, see, I told y'all that nigga was terrible. And it's like, that's not the yeah. same. Right. <laughs> right. Reggie's This is crazy. But it, it, like we're in that era right now where Kanye fans are grasping at any straw that they can to be like, see, Kanye not crazy. Right. But. They can't wait, boy. Bro, right. What if a Kanye? What if it's a Kanye fan who did it? <laughs> like hey, for real, I bro. Wouldn't like, be surprised. if yeah. that's where I stopped. Yeah, I'm not gonna go into that, but I would definitely not be surprised. But they just imagine somebody really like somebody just got a grudge against like Balenciaga for for years. Like somebody what, they grew okay. up with. Let's, oh, let's oh, get wow. into it. Like, okay. I'm gonna get you, boy. Like okay. Well, th- let's okay. dig into get that's hired a- and everything. Be on low key and then be like, I'm gonna get you, niggas. And just- <laughs> Black man. Okay. Let's dig I, into this because here's what I said, right? I was like, this can happen. This is possible at most companies because people don't realize companies are built up of so many moving parts and so many different people right. that things like this can happen. A good example, Twitter a few weeks ago when they were having their issues with Elon Musk after the purchase, uh, the purchase slash merger. Um, the purchase. <laughs> <laughs> but it is late. But uh, so I saw I don't know if you guys saw the video, but outside of one of their buildings, somebody, um, you know how they have like the laser show that'll like have words on the outside of a building or whatever. It'll just have like the words written on on the outside, kind of mm-hmm. like um, kind of like a marquee. It's a marquee. Mm-hmm. OK. On the marquee, it was saying all types of negative shit about Elon Musk. 
you know, uh, rich, whiny, crybaby, cry colonizer. This, oh, that, was that that disgruntled employee from? I saw, I saw something about that. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. just like an employee has the possibility to do that, or let's say if I work at McDonald's, you know, they piss me off, this and that, and I can go on the sign and I can write, you know, fuck this place, da 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 da. Like I could. Is, I look at situations like that and I'm like, you don't realize how many people have access to a place until a crime is committed. And that's where my brain goes, where I'm like, okay, how many people had the ability to put these documents here? You have the people that work for Balenciaga. You have the people that work for the, the building, wherever they shot it at. You have the people that Balenciaga hired to actually do the shoot, whether it be the mm. photographers. You have the set people whose job it is to actually set up the set and move things around or whatever. Mm -hmm. You have like the actors and actresses are kids. Who came in with the kids? It could be their parents. It could be the people who, uh, if they have a manager that's been in there. Yeah, Think about yeah. how many moving, people, yeah. how nah, many people have nah. the ability to put that paperwork yeah, there, Yeah, I was right? going to say, already the way I think, I could see where somebody slipped through the cracks of, I don't fuck with these motherfuckers anyway. Right. And just now, add those little subtleties in there, and boom, allow it to unfold like it did. That's a possibility. Another possibility is it could be the company itself. It could be that the company thought that nobody would see it. Now, my thing is, that's why what would I they, believe. Now, here's the thing. Or, let's let's walk with that. Mm -hmm. Why would somebody risk, risk billions of dollars? Risk. Right. Why would somebody risk billions of dollars to put something on a table? Yeah. Like, let's say if I yeah. were because it, it, th this that's type of conspiracy theory reminds yeah. me of the same type of conspiracy theories when people be like, you know, let's say a rapper goes big and they're like, he in the Illuminati. Like, yeah. Here's what I think about. I'm like, okay, if I have X amount of money and my job, I'm supposed to be some evil mastermind, right? Well, you you think I would snitch yeah. you think I would snitch on <laughs> myself? That's right. what I say. It now, was see, too obvious. It was too, and, too obvious. And and that <clears throat> no. So that no, but but I will say there's in my and the way I think at least sometimes things are put in our face to like to like troll to show how much Rather, it's Americans or the people don't pay attention to things they put in your face. Like, I don't want to say child porn or shit like that, but like, but like pedophilia and and showing you that I could put something very blatant in your face and y'all not gonna give a fuck. Y'all still gonna pay for whatever the fuck I'm trying to sell. Like now, that could have been a purposeful thing. You know what I'm saying? Now let's follow that train of thought. Would a, now who would do that? Would a Fortune 500 company do that? Or would an individual do that? Not the whole co the company. Fuck no. But I'm I saying, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, would a CEO exactly. want that? Would no. a CFO want that? Would a that it's like those are not the moves of somebody who is what in power in charge? Like, if we're thinking about, because think about it, the point of going to work for those people mm -hmm. is the bottom line. Anything that's going to make us more money and give us better exposure is what I'm going to do. It's Anything that goes the opposite of that. Is a waste of time. Right. This would go on the creative marketing team, I, right? Exactly. The creative marketing team would be the ones who would be the culprit to that. So one or two things, maybe the creative, um, whoever run the corporate, uh, the creative marketing of this, had an idea of, um, you know, purposefully being distasteful, but just trying to prove, hey, we could do this a million times. These motherfuckers gonna keep buying it back, kind of like a drug dealer selling crack. You feel me? Um. Or, or two, he, he put it in there trying to be a aesthetic for some for some weird shit where it's like it's an aesthetic to them, but they know the people aren't gonna see the underlying 
undertones of what what they put they're trying to be racy we're trying to be racy and edgy and maybe it'll go over their heads you like it won't look so bad maybe they don't think it's bad for this you know what that reminds me of that reminds me too much though man whoever is the creator or the 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 blueprint of this that whole setup but but this wasn't by accident i don't believe none of this now that we're unfolding this i don't believe none of this i mean of course that i don't think i don't think it's possible to do something that intricate by accident that's what i'm saying that rules that out too many intricacies in what you're what we talking about now i don't know if you guys ever saw the movie called syrup it's a movie about no um, it's a movie about advertising and marketing and it's like uh it's it's a weird movie where it's partially a love story, but partially a movie about a guy who starts off working at a marketing company and tries to get as big as possible, right? Mm. And the whole idea is that he blows up and creates this energy drink, and he makes that energy drink like the coolest, most popping thing in the country. In that movie, they talk about a lot of different small things that people have done in marketing, media, and things like that over the years. There's a scene in there in the director's cut where they talk about Disney. Um, they talk about Disney and they talk about a few other companies that have been accused where there are people over the years who used to splice in random images of like pornography, yeah, yeah. sex acts, things <clears throat> of that nature into the movie where it would be at a, a millisecond, a frame. It's so fast that your eyes won't be able to register what it just saw, but your brain is able to register that something just happened. Got you. That kind of remind me of when I saw the, the dark side of the Looney Tunes type shit where they was just showing um, different things. I was on a YouTube rabbit hole and they were just showing like they throw in a bunch of racial undertones and a lot of the earlier uh, Looney Tunes stuff. Because, you know, the Looney Tunes came out in the 60s and 70s originally and they would put something in super fast where if you didn't grasp it all right then and there, your brain either gone process it later and be like, oh, that was fucked up or you subconsciously you don't even really realize what you just saw. Exactly. So when I look at stuff like that, right, because that's where my brain went next. Yeah. I was like, okay, we know that a lot of the people that work in, bro, we're creatives. We know where we can go and we where we know where we choose not to go. For sure. There's a lot of people that dig into that dark side of creativity where they want to make you feel something so badly that they don't care what they make you feel. There's a thing of dark art, dark humor. Yeah, but it's not just dark humor. There's mm-hmm. people that they want a reaction from you. They right. want you to feel so badly that they don't care what that feeling is that they evoke from you. It could be laughter or it could be pain. It Shock could be tired. It could be whatever it is, I'm going to get something out of you. Now, the question at that point is <clears throat> the people who did do that, do you think that those would be executives? Do you think that those would be workers? Do you think now that two, two questions, two questions director you think you you think the creative director, whoever is the head of as far as yeah. like the creatives, they would be the person to try to pull something like that. If not them, I think it's dire- possible. if not that person directly, the person that they delegate their task to 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 everything else. Because even though the, the the director is the director, they still delegate. And you feel me? Whoever may be that underboss, that other person in leadership, they delegated that task to potentially. Right, because it's like, who can you hold accountable? Like, you, like the back designer, you can't be mad about the back designer because that might have not even been the back designer's detention, or, or intention. They could have just designed a little, you know, the bears to be like punk rock, like we said. That's like the first impression that we got when mm-hmm. we seen it. Mm-hmm. But then they took that and they informed it into the whole creativity of, you know, their scheme or what they made. And then they add in these other factors and all of a sudden it looks suspect. You know what I mean? Now, before things like this get put out, mm-hmm. you have to submit it for approval. 
Now, that's the next part where it's like, whose job was it to approve these things that did not catch on to how wild this looked? And usually when it comes to approval situations like that, like Mm -hmm. approving something that's going to be on your website, on Instagram, this and that, Mm -hmm. it's going to be bored people. It's going to be like not just a singular individual. But like a group of people had to right. sit there and look at this image and not see anything wrong with it and push it out. Now, that gives me two things. One, either they were aware oh, and and no. still either A, they were aware and still let it fly or B, the second part, which is to me, this is worse, by the way, than being aware and letting it fly. Mm-mm. They're so desensitized. Like they in they their mind, they saw this and thought this was OK. okay. Right, they didn't see um, the stuff in there. All right, so or it was leaked. That was the third option. Is it was leaked. it wasn't leaked because it was on their website oh, yeah, and it was yeah, on the Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't go with that. Yeah, you can't go with that. I'm gonna be real now. This look, I I had to look. I I couldn't take it no more. I had to look, y'all. It don't look right off. It don't feel right looking at it like first first look because as a person who you know I got respect for the emo swag. You feel me? Or the punk rock edgy shit. I got respect for that. These young kids, they they look like you know this look like a baby damn near like this kid can't be past five six years old, mm-hmm. and it it don't it don't feel right for me looking at it. I'm just saying, edgy, there's a fine line between edgy and and just like I don't know distasteful. That's that's a good question. What's like, the youngest emo kid you ever seen? That and that's what I'm thinking. Like I've I mean, never if seen you got, an emo kid younger than ten. If you got emo, you know, like I said, if your parents is in the emo swag, I can see where you passing that along to your child. But I even got. I might know a friend or two that's into that. That they small child ain't it? Like they're not putting that on they small child I mean, just you yet. You also too gotta think. Like I look at it as like the prices and stuff of Balenciaga. Like when you look at like kids, like especially celebrity kids, they dress and stuff like that. Like that's how they like. It's like they're into the fashion. I've seen drip so on when kids. I when I look at that when I look at that picture, like I don't really. When I first looked at that picture, I didn't really see like anything wrong yeah the bear was a little wild but i'm like all right maybe that it's it's a, it's a bear you know what i mean it didn't, nah, it didn't i didn't think of sex when i seen the bear nah, but do you see but what then, this little girl wearing bro i mean what I mean, like i'm not, not saying like it's on no anything. sexual like, shit but it's like and again if that's the if y'all bringing even, in dark even, art like, with this but why with kids to go back like even when i seen the picture of the girl laying yeah. down on the couch with yeah. the with the wine glass and stuff okay so first of all there was no alcohol in the glasses but if you're but in why, a, why a wine glass because if Obviously, it was a, to me. I had got it as she, she's a rich girl, like like her parents are rich and she's in a rich home. So the environment of the oh, house, oh, so the glass itself is just going to be on the table because that's okay. that's the things you I mean, see at a in a rich environment. Obviously, these kids is rich. You got all that Balenciaga, Balenciaga bedspread, Balenciaga. So it's actually empowering wealth. Of course, I see where you're coming from because when I first looked at it, I didn't see sex, bro. I didn't see nah, sex at that's, all. That's not what I think. When I, I, seen, I see, what, it. I seen, I seen a fashion like a, a new kids fashion. That that's how I looked at it. You know, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Maybe and maybe this I'm is me being like, I'm it's the papers with this shit, man. Maybe it's me being you know naive, right? But when I looked at it, I just saw weirdo kids. That's all I thought. Was and I could, weirdo kids. So yeah, that's why I brought it. But that's what. But that's why I brought the the emo thing into it because I'm like, okay, well that's emo swag. But I guess it just. I get it. This this look like a little girl. You feel me? Like a like a girl again, like five or possibly younger, with a with a bear with some with with a uh, choker on. So initially, I know how I just felt. You feel me about no, that? No, I get but, it. But again, that's a part of creative um, directing as well, and creative marketing is for shock value, and for better or worse, they're gonna do it. Some of them. So that's it's it's conflicting. 
I mean, if there's no facts coming out that no fuck shit happened, but these documents, those papers, though, when I correlate the paper part that y'all talking about with this picture, I'm very uncomfortable because now, like I said, I feel like you playing in people's face and saying, hey, we could pretty much promote some fuck shit that we on or potentially are into, put it in your face, and y'all not going to do shit but eat it up and keep buying it anyway. Or play like you mad for a couple weeks and then go back to promoting my shit and buying it. Right now, here's what I think. If if I had to make a a, a a decisive like opinion of what do I think about these images and what do I think about that ad campaign, I believe. Now, this isn't factual. This is just what I believe. Yeah, I believe two things. One, this was all on purpose. One hundred percent. And they specifically, this uh, chef actually sparked this for me. I think they specifically that. <laughs> They made it look like this in order to target an audience of people who are very wealthy and who are into very oh, questionable things. The Harvey Weinstein. The the Epstein Island head-ass niggas. Now, here's the thing. If we're talking about Balenciaga, right? Balenciaga is not purchased by even... 90% of the world can't afford Balenciaga. Yep. Right? Like... Easily. 90% of the world cannot afford Balenciaga. If we're talking about their customer base, especially in the era that we're in right now, this is post Epstein's Island, uh, the, you know, the list of people that we, we were talking, talking about on the internet and all that type of shit. We see what these people are consistently being accused of. This is after the Airy Spears and Tiffany Haddish shit. This is after all it like, we consistently see this thing with rich super duper rich people and children. And if you take it out of current Mm -hmm. time, I'm somebody who believes that history is cyclical. Everything that happens has already happened and will happen again. Ancient Rome, the leaders of ancient Rome, as far as the rich men, the men who are at the top, the men who are the highest up, what did they do? They were child molesters. A lot of them were rapists and child molesters. That's a fact. I believe that that's been a thing throughout history from the beginning of time all the way up till still today. These people who are way, way, way up, they have this weird taste to do that type of thing. And I feel like they are advertising in this type of way because they want to entice that specific base of people. They just did not expect other people to catch on to what was happening because let's you know, let's also be honest. Whether it be Versace, Balenciaga, Gucci, mm. whatever, how frequently do we really look at their advertisements? How frequently do you see a Versace commercial or a Fendi commercial? So basically, right, that's a, why. I, like, mm-hmm. the average everyday person is not yeah, seeing Balenciaga, the stuff that they put right. out, the, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like nah, the I average get... everyday person is not clocking them like that, like that. What ended up happening is they expected this to only hit their target their audience. Target, yeah. And they expected this to Deep. only be affected Deep. by their target audience. But social media, social media. Yeah. And started spreading it, sharing it. Yeah. And it started with one person on Twitter who mm. shared it. And from that person, it blew up. They had to delete it off Instagram, delete it off they their website. Caught. They got caught. <laughs> now they look crazy. Yeah, because they probably yeah. were. You got to think like that target. You know, like you said, when you look up to those those people that are at that place. Yeah. They, you know, they they they're known for the weird kind of people. They known for that. Like that. So if they were trying to kind of sell that to those people, you know, you got some cricket 
old guy that's like, oh yeah, you know, and he can catch the message from it. But we not catching the message. We just seen it as fashion. Maybe they tried to slide it under, you know what I mean, to get that message to them, and they got exposed. That that's that, a, that's a good one. Now I've one. seen that's this a, from. We've seen mm-hmm. this from every race. We've seen this from every like creed or whatever. You notice when people get big, right? Huge, whether it be rappers, uh, uh, um, actors, it could be people or politicians. Whenever they get big, later on in life, when they're old and they're able to tell their story, talk about their life. I don't know if you guys have read a lot of autobiographies and stuff like that. When these people start talking about the parties that they go to, they start talking about the people that they come around. The one thing that they all say in common, this is true of Wall Street. This is true of Hollywood. This is true of everywhere where we're talking about not just the 1%, but the 1% of the 1%. It's very depraved. It's a very nasty type of environment. And those type of people have very specific taste of things that they like to do. Yep. Industry parties is a real thing. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I've autobiographies or I'll come across stories when I'm in the YouTube uh, rabbit hole of mm-hmm. uh, uh, people like a guy like Smart who is a, a, a dope rapper actually but they, they throw you offers because they could see the potential in you and they'll offer you to come to these parties and then they'll try to get you to be down with the shit they with maybe a pill at the door or funny different shit you, like if you're a hetero male they're approaching you with other things that, that yeah. they probably should know to keep their respect level with you with that these things are happening. Either way, I don't want to be offensive. I'm gonna just say predatory nature shit. Yeah. Hey, hey, Reggie trying to say the type of people that can purchase Balen- Balenciaga is into sex trafficking. Well, I mean, the, well, I'm well, not gonna say that. With, can, the, with the exception of the rappers, that, that, and I'm not gonna say. Artists. I'm not gonna say the ones that right. can. I'm gonna say the ones that can easily. Right. If we're talking about like the, the, a large percentage of the people who can yeah. easily purchase yeah. it, like with for sure. there's no worry, for there's sure, no this, sure. there's no that. A large percentage of those people are right. into a lot of that Weird stuff. stuff. Yeah. Right. And that's why I think And I mean, wait, wait, wait. Also, you have to have a certain type of money to be able to be indulging in that type of stuff in the way that they indulge in that type of stuff. You can't be broke and buy slaves in 2022. It's, it's right. true. You can't be broke and traffic people right. in 2022. That's not, you're, you're not getting you, people for $30. Ain't no black that's market shit going on if you, you know what I'm saying, on no poor yeah. shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, in order to get, you know, black market organs, black market this, black market that, that's not cheap. You're not getting that from Dollar Tree. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Like, you think of it that way, like, it's nuts. Because, I mean, when I first look at it, I mean, I ain't see, all I seen was, uh, you know, a a Jay-Z daughter blue or North, you know what I mean? Like, that's probably their everyday life, you know what I mean? They got the Balenciaga bags, and that's all I I seen at first. I saw the same thing. But then I was like, the papers was like crazy. When I think of rich kids, I just think of weird little kids. I just think weird, and I saw weird, and I kept scrolling. I didn't know. When I first came across that tweet, I didn't even read it. I just saw the pictures, and I was like, that's an ugly-ass bear. That's the first thing I said was, Mm -hmm. that's ugly as hell, and I kept scrolling. Yep. And it's just, it's cryptic messaging though. You feel me? At the end of the day, that's a part. And that's why I do believe at the end of the day, it's an intentional and none of this shit was a mistake because they know encrypted messaging, nine, eight out of 10 people on average, that's going to look at that. They're going to be like, oh shit, it's, I'm into it or I'm not into it and go by it at surface level. They're not going to look at it, how we unfolding into it. And I do think as well, speaking about like knowing that the big dogs and, and the richer people 
um, in this country are into that uh, fetishizing kids and other wild shit, I feel like they playing a nigga's face. I feel like that's a, aha, we into this, y'all know it, y'all can't do shit. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it's a y'all like ha ha y'all can't do shit. I think they really just tried to target us like like Reggie said uh, th- those certain group of people and they tried to do it in a more subliminal way where they thought maybe only they would see it and they would understand the message. It's kind of like if I do something subliminal like okay she already know blah blah. If I tie a a a a a, a red flag on my mailbox then he know you know what I that's mean. That's for like, the play. Yeah, that's for the play. And I think they tried to make a play to 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 that crowd, and it just it didn't work. Now, see, <laughs> they, they got exposed. I don't, yeah, I don't disagree up until the exposure part. Though. I feel like they did both. They did it like, hey, on some like, hey, gang, we gonna we, we gonna put this out, knowing that this is what we for. This is for our target audience. I can't wait for y'all to see this, but I also can't wait to see how rather it's these impotents or or the people who care. I can't wait to see how they react too. I don't, can't nah, do nah, shit. I don't agree with that. Right. I could be wrong. Bro, they was just, I could if, be if, wrong. Because that's counterproductive. To to, if they come to work, you think so, they were but trying, we talk about it now. They're trying to sell, yeah, advertise, but that's not good talking selling kids under everybody. They don't knows. care. Going back to the shock culture shit we were saying, though, they don't give a bro, fuck. You're not going to risk your you're not gonna risk your paper like that, bro. You you see yeah. what company we talking about, bro? That, yeah. That's just stupidity. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm not saying I think what I think is 100% right. This is all speculation. I'm just saying I could see where. That's I'm just like, like that's you. A, that's like a that's Kanye a, West state of mind, where it's just like too. he's pulling something that's very like minor and small. You taking something that's very, very, very serious. You see what I'm saying? Something that can get you like jail time type shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah, you gonna think a little it, bit different. To me, but, but again, the to me that, that doesn't that doesn't it, make sense though to do. The reason why that it doesn't it would only make sense to do if you were an employee. Like let's say if I'm an employee at a movie theater, right? An employee at a movie theater will do something like you know, uh, uh, mess with the film or mess with the popcorn or do this or do that. Why? Because that employee doesn't stand to lose anything other than possibly, of course, his job if he gets caught. But he's not the face of that. He doesn't win if the theater wins. If the theater sells more tickets tomorrow versus today, he's not making any difference in that. So he has no stake in it. What I'm saying is if I'm at the higher up of a company and I and I'm putting something out that possibly damages my brand. That's not something that I would do. That's not smart. Right. Now, Willingly. what what would what I would do is put out something that enhances my brand. If I know specifically there's a group of people that if I do this, I can hit it big. This group of people will love what I did. They'll be inspired by what I did. They will come and purchase my things, and they'll think these are our kind of people. That I would do, but I wouldn't care what broke people think because I don't care about so all that. Like, you know, I want social media. Like, I want um, reactions. Like, right. I want you to care. I want you to black be mad matter, or, or white angry. Matter, this and that. Stuff. Yeah, like all of that is for broke niggas. All of that is for people who don't have stake in the actual physical of where the money is going, because you're, all you're of that right. takes away from that. You're right. As far as that go, I just feel like they don't give a they don't give a fuck. As far and I'm not talking about the heads, but keeping it out, again, we were talking about the creative team and how how the that creative was team all, wouldn't play like but that. Taking, but that, see, that's what I mean by like in, taking a risk is different. Like, yes, yes, you might take a risk. Black lives matter, white lives matter. That's 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 taking, taking a, a risk. risk. But if you sitting there and you you got a Black Lives Matter commercial 
with a nigga with a rope around his neck. <laughs> now you talking about a whole yeah. That's bro. not that's even not, taking a risk. Yeah, bro. You you now you playing with fire, bro. Right. And, and if you got if you a billion dollar company, you're not gonna sit there and do nothing. Like, you're not gonna be that blunt with it, bro. right? But the risk is uh, bingo. You're right about not being that blunt with it or whatever. Like, but again, that 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 paperwork for that pedophilia case would be something somebody had to zoom in and that's what i mean with the walk say it could still be intentional because they put cryptic shit in your face we're not disagreeing about it being intentional what we're right. disagreeing is the last part that you said where you're like the they put it in your face to be like aha you can't do nothing about it all of that no. that's what oh, we're okay. like no i got i got you that that okay, don't we could, make sense we could and that doesn't logically that, that don't logically that, that don't logically there, make that sense. That putting them there was either by mistake or being framed, or they were trying to basically uh, promote that to that certain crowd. That hey, we sell, we we sell, we sell, we sex trafficking, we sell kids. We agree with yeah, uh, all we fuck with yeah. this come yeah. shop. Exactly, we fuck, exactly. We fuck exactly. with this come shop. Okay, y'all and, just and might, that might bring that, that, and uh-huh. that that brings that crowd. Yeah, I just don't think that they on some. I don't give a fuck because the people who really gonna give a fuck, they not in my pay class. They can't get close to this. Exactly. That's, that's, and that's but, a waste of time. They don't think of those people. Those people don't matter in that stra- in that stratosphere. Right. I know they don't those give a shit. Those people don't matter. And that's, that's why like, I feel that's like, like it's you trolling. telling me you sell drugs without telling me mm-hmm. you sell drugs, but just based off your advertisement, maybe the way you wear your clo- the way you wear your clothes, uh, the type of stuff you be purchasing, the, the gold on your neck. In my head, I'm thinking like, okay, he got to be a drug dealer. He don't exactly. say he's a drug dealer, but you, you're a drug dealer. You. You're trying to get folks right. to come shot without so telling I'm them gonna come shot. So I'm going to come to you because, bro, you look like a drug dealer. Whether you, you don't even got to tell me you're a drug dealer. You drive a nice car, blah, blah, blah. You look like you sell drugs. I'm going to come to you. Hey, yo, you got, you got, you got some drugs? Bam. It was just a, it was a target. It was a, a, a subliminal message. You know what I mean? So that's how I look at it. But yeah, all in all, like the big conversation everybody's having, people are mad at Kim K because they're like, um, she is all she said was she was disgusted by it. But um, she likes the fact that uh, they immediately took down all the images and issued an apology and that they're saying that they're willing to um, donate money to like children's charities and do this and that. What she's saying is she's reevaluating her relationship with them, but Mm -hmm. she hasn't completely cut them off. Now, my question at that point is, because people are like, oh, that's messed up. What should she do? Because here's what I'm under the belief of, and this is me being cynical. I understand that like a lot of people are going to be like, damn, that's fucked up. I, I believe all these companies are evil if we, go, if we dig deep enough, right? If we look into Apple. They use child labor to get the coltan to make the phones. Mm. We know this. There's YouTube videos of this. There's, this isn't like a deep secret that you got to dig into the internet to find and all of that. We know this. Majority of the, the clothes that we wear as far as quick fashion, fast fashion, is made by illegal overseas sweatshops. But we still buy it. Right. We still speak on these phones. I can go get an Apple deal right now and people will be like, oh, bruh, you making moves. You got motion. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I should have seen this nigga. Bruh, what is the difference between me working for the slavery niggas versus her getting money from the 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 child uh uh, uh selling niggas? Like to, when wrong. I look at it, when I look at it, right? Wrong is wrong. That's the first thing. The second thing is Hypothetically, let's say you do separate all these things. You just feel like Balenciaga is just the new evil and they got to be stamped out, right? 
Is there a way? Because you can't just close down the company. What is the way to fix this? Do you fire people? Do you pay a fine? Like, how do you quote unquote well, solve ha- this? How do you I rectify mean, I, the situation? I, I, You're yeah. saying reevaluate, like she has to reevaluate a relationship. I mean, of course, you want to give it time because until everything is really, I guess, resolved or like maybe they figure out what happened. You can't just automatically be like, you know what? I don't, I don't fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? That's like the, this whole podcast. Say all of a sudden, you know, maybe we're in a group and she can do some wild shit we don't agree with. We gotta and, figure and out it, what we gonna yeah, do. Yeah, we gotta figure out what we gonna do because it might be a situation where maybe it happened to him, but maybe it's not all the way his fault. Exactly. So no, I'm not mad at her because here's right. what I look at it as. Right, half these people that are complaining, they're like, oh, I can't believe Kim won't just leave. Look at you, y'all do anything for a check. Uh, when that nigga beat you, you ain't leave. Um. <laughs> My thing is, damn, you ain't leave neither. You still there, <laughs> listening to. Hopefully, keep tapping in, shorty. We gonna pray for you. Like when that, when when that chick cheated on you, you ain't you ain't bounce. We look at these companies and we do this weird thing of like counting people's pockets, being like, you already rich, you should walk away. We do this super counting pockets thing that of like. Ass. I've been saying that, and I think what she did was what most people should do in that situation. If I got to deal with Nike, Nike comes out and does some crazy shit or whatever, I'm not going to automatically be like, fuck Nike, I'm never wearing Nikes again, I'm burning Nikes, this and that, because I'm just, I'm I'm not a jump out the window type of nigga. I have questions. Right. And guess what questions take? Time, Time to answer. Right. You can't be mad at that, because again, if your man get caught up in an indictment for some nut ass shit, but there's no proof yet that is true. You going if they really your friend, if you really loyal to them, you really got a relationship with them. You gonna have your questions and and wait for what happened and then determine how you gonna move forward with them. And that's that's fair. Everybody should be granted that grace. I don't like no cancel type shit. I don't even well, really want to talk about it because I, I think it's think too, like, corny. When you, when you got a company or you got a business or you got a group, it takes multiple people to <clears> form this group. So you got to think like just because. Maybe, you know, the manager is an asshole or maybe even the CEO is an asshole. That doesn't mean that everybody for the company is bad. So it's kind of like you can't just sit there and say, oh, well, I've been in Balenciaga. But what about all the people who work there, who make a living there, who feed their family there that are just truly genuine good people? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So let's say now let's flip it. So let's say you're a worker who works at this company because your company did some bozo shit. So should you lose your job now? Right. Or even better, should you quit if your company do some bozo shit? Be like, you know, I don't stand for this. I'm a quit and I'm just go on the job market. No, you're not going to do that. And that's the thing. Like we when it comes to these situations, I always ask the, the hard question. What is fixing this? Like, what is fixing this look like? Right. How now, do we? A lot of people, you know, I posted on my Instagram story. I got some good answers, though. There were some people who flat out said there is no way. You know, there were some people who said that, honestly, a company's not an individual. So there's no real way. You can't you can't earn your way back to to freedom. You can't earn your way back to being square or whatever. What you can do is you can take actions that do the opposite. So like what they were saying with the, you know, donating money to charity, you know, um, putting doing things that are putting positive energy back out into the world. That's kind of the only legitimate way 
of counteracting whatever it was that you just did. However bad you messed up yeah. is however hard you got to go in the opposite direction. Just make sure the people see it, though, because, you know, when you say charities and stuff like that, we, we just let just let the people see it. However, it is I'm not saying post your numbers or something like that, no, of course. but but definitely let it be seen. However, this got out there. Make sure that energy is if you really care about not necessarily rebranding, but fixing it, rectifying it, showing that you care. Make sure you put something out physical and visual for people to see so they know you give a fuck. I want that, an investigation, could, too, though. I want to know who did. I want to know who specifically. Specifically, put them papers on that desk. Yeah, yeah, that's, we, that's we what I really shit out want. There, you know. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. When they find him, I told you they gonna that, in a different language. This ain't the hey, time yo. to joke, so I ain't gonna joke. But on some serious shit, when they find out who did that, they might end up missing, dog. Yeah, no funny shit. Nah, because they cost no, 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 no. Nah, I'm dead serious though about bro. that. They cost they cost Balenciaga like billions. No, I'm dead serious about that. Like they might pack whoever that is up. Dead ass. And we'll yeah. never know because they get yeah, a different. Would, yeah, we would never find di- out. They getting a different type Man, of bag. That's Black bad, Truck bro. Boys. They might switch to sell the whole brand to Kanye. <laughs> hey yo, that would. You know what, nigga? Well. Here you go. <laughs> hey, 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 bro. You that, figure it out. They gonna they gonna shop with you. Cause cause niggas they gonna buy it after that. After Kanye get it, they gonna buy it yeah. again. They might as well just sell it for you know however many billions and just let it be. Kanye ain't got that no more. But uh, <laughs> he better call Trump for a favor. <laughs> Where's Trump when you need him? <laughs> hey, hey, Trump, nigga, let me buy two billion real quick, hey, man. Try to buy Balenciaga. That's a nasty conversation. Hey, if you buy nigga, hey, hey, I, I got you, I got you. Why not? Man, okay, so I have one last thing. One last thing on this uh, topic before we move on. I had another thought, right? And this was more so me. I'm somebody who, who reads up on a lot of theology. And being someone who is a Christian and who, who is devout in my beliefs, this hit a little different. The story hit a little different when it broke for me because it started making me think about other things of this nature. And I thought about something called the revelation of method. Have you ever heard of this before, that concept? I've heard of the concept, but you'd have to to speak on it. So revelation of method is something that a lot of Satanists believe in. Layman's terms, the idea is if I told you what I was going to do, then I'm not the problem. If it still happens to you, you knew I was going to do this to you. Mm-hmm. So um, the most common part of like revelation of method, a lot of people who do you dirty or do certain things to you, they'll tell you, well, you knew I was such and such when you met me. Yeah, that's the worst. Or, I told you I was such and such. So when they do those things, they no longer have empathy. They don't feel embarrassment. They don't feel guilt because they feel like now they're entitled to do whatever it is because they put it in your face because they showed you. Now, narcissism, like a it's a it's a it's a very big narcissistic thing. Now, this is sad. <laughs> I, I feel like I just thought I tried to talk about like six, seven different girls in my head just now. Like. <laughs> Man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we all did. This nigga said he dated a lot of Satanists, but uh, <laughs> that nigga he the, told me, "Damn, you like them Satan hoes." Sick. Um, so, America's oh. favorite uh, social media man, <laughs> Andrew Tate, actually was talking about this, and uh, shit. I'm not gonna lie, he he hit the nail on the head with describing uh-huh. it. So I'm gonna play a quick clip. All right. Damn, he done made our podcast twice. If it was done on purpose, which as we've just deciphered it must have been, 
why are they doing this? And I don't think many people understand why a brand like Balenciaga would so openly show the world that they are trying to promote pedophilia. Tell them. I'll tell them why. So some could argue that they're trying to advertise it and encourage it. Normalize. Normalize. And that is the case. That is what they're trying to do. But it actually goes a level deeper than that. Satanists, people who worship Satan, believe in karmic retribution. They believe that they can suffer the consequence of lying and tricking you. So the very simple premise is this. If I sell poison apples and I write apples and you come and eat one, I poisoned you. But if I sell poison apples and I have a sign that says apples, they're poison and you come and eat one, you committed suicide. I haven't murdered you. You've committed suicide. That's what, that's what Satanists believe. Satanists believe by telling you what they're doing, they don't have any karmic retribution. I'm not responsible for the for the the constant. I'm not responsible for all the negative fallout from my actions. If they understood what I was doing and allowed me to do it, this is why they show you and tell you what they're doing. If I show you and tell you that we are pedophiles and you continue to buy our products then you're supporting pedophilia and you're obviously okay with us being pedophiles. If I do it hidden behind your back, then you can argue and say, I didn't know they were pedophiles. But by showing you, I've shown you I'm a pedophile, you still want to wear my t-shirt. So obviously what I'm doing is okay. And this karmic retribution model and the way that Satanists view the world, and when I say Satanists, I genuinely mean people Satan. who worship Real Satan. Satan. The people who are in charge of these brands and in charge of the Western world and in charge of the Matrix genuinely worship Satan. When you understand the idea of karmic retribution, you can apply that to so many scenarios. They're doing this with everything. Well, we're just going to leave it off on that. But um, yeah, man. Yeah, for real. Karmic retribution. They believe in the idea of if I do wrong to you, then bad things will happen to me. So in order to avoid that, I technically have to make you aware and consenting to anything that I do, i.e., if as a Christian, we all read the story of Adam and Eve, and we all read the story of how the snake spoke to Eve. The snake didn't grab a fruit and just shove it down someone's throat. What did the snake do exactly? Talk to them. Convince them. Why? If you're that powerful, you're that powerful, you can do all these different things. Why? To avoid what? <clears throat> Karmic retribution. You can't blame me if you know what's going on. That's real. They put it in. That's a, crazy. Yeah. Um, very good. Very good perspective. Um, both you and um, Tate. To be honest, I mean that's a he. Well said. I can't disagree with anything as far as what he's saying. It makes sense. If they put something in your face and people who worship Satan, they definitely believe they could tell you all day what type of motherfucker they are. They're not wrong if you subscribe to the shit they into because exactly. you already know what they down with and they don't feel like it's wrong to do you wrong, steer you in the wrong way or anything like that. So he, he's right. He, he's right with that for sure. Yeah, man. But jumping into the next uh, the next segment, we're about to go ahead and take a little bit of a break. When we come back, we're jumping right into music. Yeah. Uh, as y'all can tell, we we diving deep today, bro. We, we give y'all we give y'all a, a a heavy hitter. We taking it yeah. there, and man. And it is late as hell at night, boy. But fuck it, we here. Spooky hours. 
Before we jump into the music segment, we're going to take a little break. Y'all already know right about this time, if you need to go ahead and grab some, you know, grab some food, kick your feet up, get something to drink, let's go. We're about to take a little bit of a ride. Uh. Yeah. Some say I'm paranoid, I say I'm careful how I choose my friends. I've been to ICU once, I ain't going again. First D got murked, then Roy got murked. And homie's still in the hood, why he ain't getting hurt? I smell some fishy, man, it might get rat. Damn, niggas switch your size on niggas just like that. You know me, I stay with a bitch on her knees and get guns away in the hood like a government cheese. Spray on Suzuki's, 1100 cc's. No plate on the back, straight squeezing the Mac. In the hood, they identify niggas by their car, so I switch up with to stay off the radar. I ain't gotta be around to make shit hot. I send the AO to dump 30 shots to the block. Cause you spray that tech, nigga, if I say get it done. Make it wet, niggas, if you're around me, son. I gotta make it to heaven. We're going to hell, I gotta make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven. We're going to hell, I gotta make it to heaven, I hope I make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven. We're going to hell, I gotta make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven. We're going to hell, I gotta make it to heaven, I hope I make it to heaven. When I come through the hood, I don't stop to rap the niggas. You're posting up to smack you, then clap the nigga. Pop out the front, so I wave the chrome of his ass. Point blank range, I spazzed for a bone of his ass. Two weeks later, niggas came through a match to lay me down. They sprayed, I played dead and got the fuck off the ground. Out the blue, I get a phone call. 50 with up. They sent a bitch to me, I sent the bitch back. Cut up. I don't play that pussy shit. I done told you, boy. Run on me, you gon' meet one of my soldiers, boy. Cousin Twin shot up his mama crib, now he in jail. Trippin' off flicks of blue trail, pussy and black tail. Pop mama move, but she don't talk to him no more. Cause she'll some twins, fall, fall. Do the hinge off her door. Put out that check every month, how she gon' pay for the crib? Man, social service, finna come and take them kids. I gotta make it to heaven, or going through hell. I gotta make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven. We're going through hell, I gotta make it to heaven, I hope I make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven, we're going through hell, I gotta make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven, we're going through hell, I gotta make it to heaven, I hope I make it to heaven. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I can, I change the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom know the difference, the AA they make you say that, that's the prayer they burn in your head when you in case act, man I might talk to you while we up in them pins, but when we come home that don't mean we gon' fucking be friends, the shells pass your head close enough to hear him whistle, thank God they missed you, and go grab your pistol, in the hood niggas running around acting crazy, find little weird jokes for maybe babies, see it might be his, and it might be yours, cause them broads in the projects is Straight up hard, man. It don't take much for you to get in them draws. You can have them on their back or on all fours. You ain't got to tell me you feeling this shit. Cause I hear what I'm saying, I know I'm killing this shit. I gotta make it to heaven, or going through hell. I gotta make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven. For going through hell, I gotta make it to heaven. I hope I make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven. For going through hell, I gotta make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven, I gotta make it to heaven. For going through hell. That was 
is the God himself, 50 Cent. 50 Cent, gotta make it to heaven. Hopefully everybody out there is having a blessed day. Yeah, man. So, uh, had to get that nastiness up off us real quick. Thank you, 50, for taking us there. Now, jumping into music, man. We're gonna start off with DDG. Now, um, you know, y'all know who the rapper is, DDG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he started YouTuber, off dude. started off as a YouTuber, became a rapper. I I love his song uh Moon Walking on Calabasas. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Woo, that's my jam. Yeah. Um, I like the Elon Musk song right now. I do actually yeah. I do jam that one a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that one hit. That one hit. Uh so he revealed on an interview recently that he doesn't use his real voice normally when he like speaks to people, when he does things and when he like um, as far as the persona that he shows in public is not himself. And for a lot of people, you know, that was a shocker. We're going to go ahead and play that clip real quick. All right. I don't understand. I maybe say inside joke. Mm-hmm. We had like 200 people say, <laughs> ask him about his real voice. I'm like, what does that mean? Is that an inside joke? Nah, it's real. What they think your voice isn't real? I, I, I really talk. What the fuck? <laughs> That's not how you really talk. That is my real voice. I just talk like this when I'm trying to like make music and make content and shit. <laughs> but I really talk like this in real life. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You can ask anybody. That's how I really talk. You talk like my family. Like when I'm around my family and shit, That's, I do that. But then, you know, you got to make a character. So now. A lot of people, you know, there's a there's some people that's calling Cap. There's some people who, apparently people were fans for his for a long time. Yeah. This started off as a thing on his YouTube channel where, you know how a lot of YouTubers, they'll just go live. Yeah. So as he's doing streams or whatever, this and that, they would catch little glimpses of him talking in that voice when he's not next to the mic. And then when he would get on the mic, he would speak with his, you know, production voice. Yeah. And people were like, what the hell was that that you was doing over there? Yeah. So little by little, you know, he got more comfortable and he would share that. Well, this is his voice that he uses to to get to be able to be heard clear to people. This sparked a huge conversation online because. Especially as black folks, a lot of us code switch, a lot of us don't talk the way that, you know, our natural voice comes out. You learn over time to bend and heighten and raise the pitch of your voice, especially as a black man. Mm-hmm. You know, if you work in corporate America, if you're going to school, you're doing these different things. People are not comfortable. There, there's a few different reasons. One, yeah. a lot of people are not comfortable with your voice being as deep as it is. So that's a problem because yeah. it, for them, they'll read it as aggression. They'll read it as being rude. The, the, uh, there's a lot of people, men will f- sometimes get insecure by hearing the depth of your voice and take it as a slight on their end. Mm-hmm. There's so many different things that we try to uh uh we try to contort ourselves and mm-hmm. and make ourselves fit this different idealized self so that we can just navigate the world. Y'all boys, um how do y'all feel, I guess, when it comes to this this phenomenon? I, mean, I, no, I think that's definitely true, you know. People tell me all the time, like, bro, you talk different in every environment, especially, like, you got a female with you. She'll tell you, like, yo, you talk to your homies different than when you talk to me on the phone or uh-huh. when you at work, you talk different. So I think that's just something we we naturally, we just adapt. 
But like that right there, that's such a big difference where it's just kind of like, yo, bro, like, come on. Son. Nah, that nigga's possessed by the devil. <laughs> if, that's, if, if that's his real voice, I'm here to tell you, DDG stand for devil, devil something. I don't know. <laughs> devil, devil, goblin. I don't fucking know, dog. Nah, I, man. I think I'm one of those people who I speak... Well, y'all, y'all hang out with me, so yeah, y'all yeah. hear like if a uh, good example when we on trips, we're at yeah, the B and B, we're doing this, we're we're doing that. Yeah, I could just talk to you guys like this. Yeah, just, my yeah. voice will just be more settled. This and that. Yeah, if I'm on a pod, I can't talk like that because right. that don't make sense. I have to. There's a certain level of energy that I have to push my voice out. There's a pitch. Right. I treat my voice like an instrument. Right. So if I'm podcasting. I talk this way so that it's easier to follow. Mm-hmm. It's easier to, to, to kind of push the emotion that I want you to hear, right. that I want you to feel. I'm not going to talk to people on the pod the way that I talk to my but, friends but, or the way that I talk to a girl that I'm dating. Bro, like, But you go from Reggie to Reggie. That nigga went from Pop Smoke to Tory Lanez. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that shit, that shit Bruh, crazy, that bro. That nigga got the voice of the Terrifier. Like, if the Terrifier had a voice, I think that's what that nigga would talk like, bro. Yeah, that, nah, he, yeah, that's, that's a lot. I mean, because I can't. I don't and think it's Cap. I seen this a long time ago, and I seen it. And it was, I it's think funny. he playing. I I could be wrong, but because I could, I ain't saying anybody could do it, but I could switch my voice to sound like a fucking ogre or whatever, and then go back to my normal. But see, usually niggas, niggas make their voice deeper. He actually making his voice higher, which that's, that's right, right. But I'm saying he's saying his natural voice is the other shit. The deep I one. feel like he's he his voice might be the natural interview voice. And that he's playing with that with the other but shit. That's that's the thing he's saying that it's the other way I, around. I know, and which he is could not be, usual. He could be he could be right. And like I said, if he if that's this if that's his truth, I believe he's I'll possessed say, by I'll the say devil. This, I'll with say all this. due respect, from what I've seen, because like I said, the people who that's watch true. him on YouTube or whatever, usually it feel I feel like if it was Cap, it would have been him that introduced it to people. But it took people. Over but, and over again, asking him to use his real voice for him to come out and be like, "Yeah, I but, really sound like this." And da da da. But nah, even if I'm remembering DDG, I, I know who he is. But I'm saying, I think like remembering earlier videos of him because I think he would go around and promote like um, not street boxing where they boxing on like basketball courts and yeah, getting yeah. groups and shit like yeah. that. Still the same thing though. Like, and this is years ago. Never heard this voice. You feel me? But that's Which, what he but, says. But I know he's saying that. But to me, I just feel like somehow, some way that that would have came out in that, especially in that but environment. It did but come I, out back then. I, maybe, that's where maybe, the, maybe I missed it. I'm saying from what the videos, all the, from what you the, saw. The, the videos I saw when they would do the street box and shit like that. When I could keep up with it, never heard homie speak like that. True, but then again, high intensity. I feel like high intensity situations, people's voices tend to pitch up and not down. So you wouldn't. But that's a fighting a, man high testosterone thing. So what I'm you, saying is, when people are high testosterone, like when they, yeah, like when your body uh, you tenses up, you that's how it. the vocal cords work. That then that means it's gonna go up and not down. Yeah, uh, you got a point. You Usually point. to go down, hey, you, you have to relax. Whoop his ass. You got a point. Yeah, like point. nobody. You see what I'm saying? He's a soprano though. That nigga. That's nah. Old, that's you don't even like you know when you create a person on a video game and then you got like voice nah, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Then they went from five. To a one, to a one, to a five. Bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, nah, that's that's it, crazy. Very interesting, though. Um, you know, but nah, big shouts out to him. You know, seems like things are going really well for him in his career. So I'm definitely happy. Uh, 
They would have everybody. Yeah. Would have everybody was cat. Salute to the young Barry black. White and everybody like that's not Barry White <laughs> voice. Like, could you Bruh, imagine, if, bro? What if Teddy Pendergrass oh, been capping this whole time? Dang. I would be. I would close the door, dog. I'd be That'd so be fucking crazy. mad. This nigga said close the door. That would be crazy. <laughs> I'd be mad, dog. Oh man. Uh, speaking of being mad, NBA Young Boys joint mixtape got released. Um, the new mixtape that he he just dropped. I'm not gonna say the name. Uh, because we don't want to promote it, but he he Spend the blah. he released a mixtape with um or excuse me a mixtape was released by him and Quando Rondo that was against his consent. Yeah, I saw something about that. So the story so. I read up on it. Um, the mixtape was recorded months ago, and it was submitted to the label. Young boy came out after recording it and actually requested that it not get released. And the reason why he requested it to not be released was specifically because he wants to change his image. He wants to do better. He started to promote this whole stop the violence thing. And he doesn't want to stoke the flames of the King Von, you know, Lil Tim, Quando uh, mm. Rondo situation more. And a lot of the things that were said in that tape, that tape was recorded around the time where it was at the height of the beef. A lot of those feelings, he doesn't feel those things anymore. He doesn't want those things out there. He wants to push a better message. So he told the label. First, he spoke to Quando. He pretty much like told him straight up, I don't want this anymore. I don't want any of this anymore. Quando actually agreed. As you saw for um, after he lost his friend, yeah. he tried to renounce his gang letters. He yep. tried to put out a different yep. image. He's trying to push towards better things. Well, both of them went to the label and said that they're going to scrap the project. They're going to record something different. Mm-hmm. The label released it without their permission. Now, how y'all boys feel about that? Uh, it's foul. Uh, that's foul shit. First of all, I mean, if if Young Boy and and Quando are one hundred percent telling telling their truth on that, then it's it's foul and it's fucked up. Because I don't think they got a reason to lie, especially if you're telling people not to stream. Like, if a project come out right and you're telling people do not stream this project, like support me by by blackballing this project. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah, at that point, I, right? I'm not saying them boys lying or telling the truth. I'm just saying again, if 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 they if they are, I'm just saying if if they are literally telling the truth, then again, it's foul, it's fucked up, and it kind of go back to at the top of what we're talking about. That's like predatory type shit. You feel me? Yeah, like these, like of course, these niggas labels, as young man. as a, these niggas as young as a bitch, and they're like you said, these labels promoting violence. That's that's basically what's hitting right now. Every time you see a music video. It's crazy, bro, because, like, I now, when I watch videos and stuff, bro, dudes be flashing so many guns and everything, and, can, and I be looking at this like, bruh. More than ever, bro, like, and we grew up in the gangster rap era, and these niggas wasn't flashing guns like that. Dude. You barely you barely seen them in some of the Smack DVD, Underground DVD right, shit. Right. They, they would be there, but not, like, what we looking so at So it's today. evidence, man. They, they promote Yeah, they got violence, better guns now. It's violent sales, man. So, of course, they going to... They gonna, Customizations, they, all they that shit. They came up like, you want to what? You want to make a gospel track? Oh, like, hell no. We putting out the gun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I can see that really happening, bro. And, and I think it's kind of messed up that, like... As a you know artist myself, it's just like you go with labels and you know you 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 don't get that independence because it's kind of like a controlling thing, and that's why a lot of people steer from labels. That's why a lot of people try to go independent because it's kind of like you know this is your feelings, this is your moves, and you have people basically consulting on on you know what what you need to do or what you can't do and stuff like that. So I mean, I completely understand, but I think it's messed up. I think it's jacked. I think it's jacked up. Yeah, and to go along with that, at the end of the day, I feel like these labels, um, the head of these labels, know 
what what promotes hate speech at the highest clip and you know with all due respect the young boy been doing that that's a, his main premise when he not talk about love songs and pain is hate speech stomping on your ops spinning the block doing disrespectful shit um and since he's a, a one of the highest streamed people of all time at this point of course they want that out there because again it's, it's shock value and they don't give a fuck who mad about it yeah man i think it gets to a weird situation though because now I have so many you just you know my reaction to everything. I yeah. got a million questions now. Yeah. Cause when I see when I see a label pull something <clears throat> like that, my first thought is, where y'all at with this contract then? Cause in my head, right, if let's say you on a six album deal. Yeah. I'ma just make up numbers. This none of this is real. Yeah. Let's say you're on a six album deal and you're five albums in. Mm. I could see a label playing with you like that because yeah. Oh, we gonna milk you for everything that you got right now because we know you about to be gone. We, we know Probably. you about to be gone, right. so we don't care about keeping this uh, uh, relationship Image. positive. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. the relationship, the integrity, yeah, yeah, the integrity of whatever right. we had. Because that's out the window now because I know you're about to right. get in bed with another label, essentially. And that's also what, you know because saying. it's specifically called a mixtape and not an album, you know how they can play with that. Right. A lot of the time when you have a five album deal, a six album deal, a seven album deal, you know what they say about mixtapes? They're yeah. like, yeah, we're still going to cash out on it, but that's not going to count towards your deal for right. a lot of people. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, my first thing is where are they at in the contract? Because now let's make up some new numbers. Let's say they're on the second or third album in on a six album deal. Mm-hmm. At that point in my head, I'm like, y'all think I'm going to still play ball after this? Right. right, y'all think I'm still like, because at that point, there's so many different ways that it could go. Because at that point, especially when you're dealing with somebody who's that volatile, somebody who has that big of an internet following, right. what can he do? Who owns his masters is my next thing. How do those splits look? Because if it's a partnership, mm-hmm. and they pull something like that, that's different. Because at that point. If they don't own your masters, right? Let's say it's a partnership. They're just supposed to be a distribution company, this and that. That means at some point, I can do a management deal somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I could do a side deal somewhere else and cut you niggas out. I could find a way where I can shit on y'all. I can find a way to make your label look so toxic and make enough people move with me that it could really hemorrhage your business, right. especially if you're early in a deal. Yeah. So, so the way that this, and this is me assuming, this looks like how you treat an artist in two situations. One, when you're close to the end of the deal, and in your mind, there's no way of negotiating them to re-up on that contract. Right. So now what you're trying to do is you're trying to stomp them out and squeeze everything you can out of them before they leave, and you don't care how it, how it uh, affects the relationship. Right. Or affect the person um, as an artist too, because like you said, if young boy trying to, if he dead serious about to stop the violence thing that he's trying to promote, what better way than this shit on that than put out a whole tape where he's doing the exact opposite of? Oh yeah, that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I look at it two ways, and to me, this comes back to like the growth of the artist. I mean, him taking this, you know, whole change thing could be a growth. It could, it could launch a whole new stream so. and thing for young boy. Which, as a label, they probably looking at it as well. You're not about to stick with us, so we can really care less about the whole growth period because you about to, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, right. let me get what we can get now. And that's one thing. Or the other thing they could be looking at it is, like I said, they promoting the violence. Oh, this whole you growth thing, 
this ain't about to sell, blah, blah, blah. We're not really with it. You only got a couple more albums with us. This is what we want from you. You know what I'm saying? So it could be option one or option two. That's how I look at it. You know what I mean? But young boy, I mean, I feel like he is at a level where he can expand his range and he can grow in a lot of different areas other than just gunplay. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the nowadays with things is, you know, he could have, I, th- I feel like young boy, me personally, could have a, you know, a, a pop song or he could be on a, you know, a radio right now and have top 10. And as an artist, that's what you, I mean, that's what I mean, you want to go heard, for. We've, that's the thing. We've heard young boy make radio friendly records before. Right. You know, songs like um, the record that he did on Tyler, the creator's album that got a, that got a Grammy. The, yeah. the songs like, you know, Who They Say I Am with Quando Rondo and Kevin Gates and all of that. Like, yeah. we've heard when young boy gets into a bag yeah. of, let me show y'all this radio stuff. Let me show y'all this poppy hit. Let me show y'all, like, mm-hmm. he can easily do that. Mm-hmm. You see that he's going to have a solid future going forward, especially with the type of fan base that he has. Yeah, he got I think where it, where it becomes mm-hmm. dangerous is with situations with labels like this. If a label is willing to put out a record without your consent, that says a lot about y'all relationship, yeah. bro. <laughs> that says they don't fuck with you Yeah And that says they don't care if you're mad Like I don't There's no consequence If you're mad That means nothing to my business Which is a different type of That's a different type of comfort to me You see what I'm yeah, saying Like right. there's a level of comfortable That somebody gotta be with you To try you like that That lets me know That You're in a very interesting place With y'all business relationship Whether it be the end of a contract yeah. Or Going back to the whole two scenarios thing, that second scenario, if it's early on in the contract, they believe that they got you around the neck. Let's say it's the second album on a six-album deal. If you do that that early and you got four more projects to get from this artist, that means in your mind you feel like it don't matter how I treat you, I own everything. You can't go nowhere. Unless you want to go cold and ruin your career and never come back. Yeah. You're stuck, but uh, nah, that's that's crazy, man. That's why these deals, man. You gotta gotta be it, careful. It sucks though because you know there's not too much knowledge on that stuff. You know what I mean? If you're an upcoming rapper and you just want to make it, and you you know you see two million dollars, you are gonna instantly be like, well, shit, I ain't got two million dollars now. I mean, you gonna sign? Well, playing the major game is just now. there's, there's, definitely, now, there's more it's, knowledge, it's but there's a lot of loops. There's a lot of loops too that. Unless you got like a lawyer, or you you won't under really stand. You won't really yeah, understand. Nah, this. well, with the contract, you're 100 percent right. You should read the fine print, and you should have somebody who's educated as well in that. In who that who belongs space. to you, right? Who, who, who not, not not just not educated them, I've by seen that the, happen before. Yeah, correct. I, I, not I, the I, label's I, lawyer. Nope, nope. I'm so glad you said that. By the way, for upcoming artists, not just somebody <laughs> that they have, not for their real. predecessors and all that shit. Get your own. Yeah. You oh, oh, yeah. No, no, you good. You can use my lawyer for free. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's free. All right. But yeah. you're going to pay in the end. You feel me? That's wild. Yeah, that that's nuts, man. I, re- You know, pray for young boy. Pray for that whole situation. Hopefully he continues going on in a positive direction, especially with situations like that. That's a setback to me. That's something that I could see somebody reacting very negatively to. Like, imagine we all know we all have friends from our prior environments that try to do right and try to make a change or whatever. The worst thing to happen is to see somebody try to make a positive change and somebody try to make them go back to the old them. And yeah. that, that initial yeah. like, all right, so you want to play, and that violence that comes out afterward mm-hmm. is is it's, is it's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, because yeah. at that point you got a point to prove. Mm-hmm. 
and nobody wants to you see that. Point to prove you snapped. Mm-hmm. You don't give a fuck. And you're on a rampage. Yeah, nobody wants to see that, man. So definitely pray for that situation. Hopefully, he figures out a way out of that. He figures out a way to, you know, maneuver in a, in a way where he'll he'll um, bounce back from this. You know, I'm pretty sure it hasn't negatively affected his career too heavily, but I know it negatively affected his psyche, it, right? Which is which is bad enough. Yeah, because then as negative. as a creative, I could just imagine like on a smaller scale, me being a podcaster. I'm if somebody forced out an episode that I did not want out. I don't even know how I would react. Like yeah. that's that's nuts to me. Yeah. That's like that's such a violation. That's that's so crazy. Right. So I could just imagine a whole project full of stuff that you never wanted anybody to hear. Now that's crazy, man. Don't don't say your soul, man. Leave the devil alone, man. So Nas and Twenty One. Decided to release a song together in the wake of the whole uh, relevance conversation. What? Damn, you. we got to this no before way. I could listen to the song. I, damn, yeah. Damn uh, it. I've heard the song once. It was it was cool. It wasn't something too, too crazy. It was, it was a cool record. Yeah, I just want to see what the Nas 21 sound like. It's damn, it's different. I didn't expect crazy. it. And it's produced by Hit Boy. Of course, Hit Boy Shout made that connection. Shout out to fucking Hit Boy, dog. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's a solid record. Now, Shit. Everybody ended up, you know, even we potted about it. Everybody had the conversation about, you know, Nas and the definition of relevant and stuff like that. Boosie decided to comment on it after everything happened. And he I has, you know, he has his own statement. We're going to pull that up right now. We're going to let that uh, let that play. I seen that earlier and I did not pit play on it when I seen Boosie. Yeah. Yeah. But Jay-Z's uh, not relevant this day for music. I think he is. I don't think he is. I, I think he is. I don't think Jay Z is relevant this day. For me. I don't. Okay, so Nas, so if, Nas, Nas, like, if you're gonna say Jay Z relevant and Nas ain't relevant, no. Okay, he, no. okay, so okay, let's put it like this. Do you think if Jay Z dropped a brand new I'm album, I'm not. Right no, now, no, 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 no. Just like when I go to these clubs in Atlanta, you know these twenty-five to thirty-five clubs. I'm not hearing Nas. I'm not hearing Jay-Z. Every club I go in is not one or the other. Glad. I be in, nigga, I'm in the city. I'm outside. I be, I be everywhere. It's not one of the other, Vlad. I'm telling you that. Now, a lot of people had a lot to say about that. Um, it goes back to, you know, not to rehash, because we had a whole segment on that. Yeah, not to rehash. Be a deep dive, I'm just going to give it a, a, a quick thing. Two things. One, I don't like this weird definition of relevance that we're creating. And two, which is tied into one, I hate how dependent on nightlife and the club we make hip-hop. It's such a weird thing, right? Because I... The same problem I have with that that alternative definition of relevant, which is like, okay, who's trending right now? Because mm-hmm. there's a difference between being successful and being trending. Trending is what are we talking about right this second, right now? What is pushing buttons right this second? Mm-hmm. You could not be trending, but be number one. For sure. Like you have the, the number one album of the year, but not be trending this week because we're just not talking about you this week. That's a fact. I think as a culture, when it comes to hip hop, we're so focused on the trending and we disrespect 
the longevity and the big success so frequently that we've gotten used to it. So when we look at it and we'll say the whole, you know, Hove ain't relevant, Nas ain't relevant for their music, you know, these like it goes back to the ACDC, Grateful Mm -hmm. Dead, all of that. Like, I don't think there's ever going to be a day where Michael Jackson is irrelevant musically. That's never going to happen. Right. And and just to piggyback with what you're saying, I think at the end of the day, they need to just tie the. I I believe at least it should be tied to together as far as what people are trying to say when they're talking about a hip hop artist and being, you know, their definition of relevant. To me, put it like this: you even if musically you're not putting out new songs all the time, if you're still talked about. If you're still kind of in everybody's face, even behind the scenes, if you're still, um, you know, not a hip hop culture where everybody's speaking about you and your your classics are like no up for no debate, you're still relevant in music. You might not be in everybody's face, but to me, you're still relevant in hip hop. You might not be. I, I don't know. Everybody got their own, like I said, twisted definition of relevant. But I do feel like these things are intertwined i do i do believe that you should intertwine somebody like a jay-z or a Nas with okay i don't you don't have to hear them in the club there's plenty of people you don't have to hear in the club you might not hear a, a lot of young boy in certain areas and it's about your area and demographic he said i'm in atlanta down south and in the west coast um probably where he's talking about being outside if you outside up top i'm not gonna say you're gonna hear Nas all night or jay-z all night you're gonna hear one of the two if not hear. both of them niggas yeah. Maybe not heavy because I'm 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 not too biased. But I you gonna hear them niggas though. But even outside of that, right? At one point, <laughs> and I hate being that guy. Jaquan and the clips existed at the same time, and you would hear Jaquan in the club, but you wouldn't hear the clips maybe on certain nights at the club or whatever. But that don't mean that the clips wasn't relevant. They were right. super relevant. They at were that they time. At, like especially at one point, you know they they've dropped albums that have gone gold. They've dropped albums that have gone platinum. They've dropped albums that have gotten number one on Double XL. Yeah, you know the facts. like five mics and all this stuff. Like my thing is using the club as a barometer for music is such it's a, terrible. It's, it's such terrible. a broken compass, bro. Well, I it's mean, terrible. This, this kind of how I say it's like. I kind of follow the word relevant with active and it's kind of crazy because even artists still still are active today and for like genuine now, i'm not going to no genuine concert i don't go i haven't planned to go to no genuine concert but he's still out here active and there's people that actually go and there's people that actually listen and he still have people that probably bump genuine I, if i hear genuine on the radio i'm listening to him even though i might not go to the concert so it's like he out here active and he is he is relevant to hip hop and things like that. And he has so a to relevant me, it's kind of about like not it's not being active. Like when you talk about the clips, uh, uh what's it was it uh Push. Pusha is active, so he's relevant, but you could easily say uh, Malice. Malice isn't active, so he's really not relevant no more. You don't think of Malice really anymore because he's not doing anything. But but to me, irrelevant oh, is like when niggas but, don't care about you though. To but me. what kills me nowadays is just like you gotta give credit when credit is due. And like for example, like the the samples, like like you got the Drake and the Twenty One Savage. Now you listen to their new hit. I can't think of what the name is called, but you hear one more time. Yeah. So it's just like yeah. 
People probably don't even really know that song. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, that's the Daft crazy. Punk. That's the crazy. But they are part, relevant, bro. That's the still. crazy. Bro, my thing is, if you dropped a verse that stopped the world this year, like God did, you can't call somebody that dropped that verse this year irrelevant. Right. We can't do that. If, it, like you can't call somebody who did. You know, it wasn't. It hasn't been that long since he did the 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 uh, the verse on. What's free with Meek? Right. Since he's done, like we've literally heard this man make sure that he remind us every single year. Every single year, he gives us at least one reminder that, by the way, I'm still that nigga. Right. For for sure. Irrelevant would be somebody who they're not only are they not active, people don't care about them. Like I hate to do this right now because it's. it's Thank you. You use you use you use Chinky. Boom. I was gonna say I was gonna I don't know, everybody not gonna know a, a J Hood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's even better. Yeah. Like like I thought I was about to say chameleonaire but, or something but, crazy. Nah, but I was saying because I was getting Chingy dropped this year, by the way. Would have never known. Won't call away and everything. God damn. He dropped this year. He dropped what? A uh, interview? <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. he sold more than Sweetie did, but oh, he did. Yeah. Crazy. Damn, I don't even want to say the next thing. So I'm a, that's your favorite rapper. Oh, she's yeah. the goat. Yeah, what happened yeah. to Saint Lunatics? Some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> now that's irrelevant. Yeah, that's funny to me. I don't give a fuck. That's funny to me. Now that's irrelevant. them niggas do. Shout out to my nigga Murphy. Hey, Lee. Murphy Lee. That's crazy. But yeah, man. I just when when people have that relevance conversation, I get tight, especially when we talk about people who are actively still dropping music. You can't do that. Like you may not be and my thing is we could say certain people there are people that are active that are not still relevant. Like Boosie's relevant for his hot takes. Plies is relevant for social media. There's people who are still musically like if Hove dropped the album today, yeah, he could go number one. Right. That's the thing. He can. Right. Just like Nas won a, won a Grammy last year. Like, these are not people who, you're not irrelevant till you go cold. And nobody gives a fuck about you. Because you could still go cold, but if people still talk about you, we would talk about the baby. Mm-hmm. He went cold, quote unquote. But guess what? Niggas are still talking about him. When niggas ain't talking about you no more is to me when irrelevant uh, yeah. should apply in music. To me, in my opinion, y'all don't got to agree with me, but in music, how that should go as far as irrelevant if niggas not only are you cold but you cold and don't nobody give a fuck about you niggas ain't talking about you there's not even really a peep of you <laughs> like just Lil, like, like Lil again Zane Ching, Lil like Lozane Lil, Lil how damn we ain't even know I, we ain't even know about Lozane god damn yeah, what happened to that nigga yeah that's a good one um, but yeah that that's you know not to not to go too deep on that one we just gonna leave that alone but I'm glad that Nas and 21 took the route that they did. You know, I'm glad that they, they're promoting unity. Yet another story of promoting salute unity. Salute to Nas being an OG and salute to 21 for, to, salute to both of them for being humble. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That took a lot of humility to get that done. And in general, I just wish hip hop would put a little less stock in the nightclub and, and club life, bro. Because at the like, that, that limits hip hop so much. Because I'll say this Tyler, the creator, is one of the biggest artists right now. But you're not really hearing Tyler in the club. The biggest R&B names right now that we can name, you're not going to hear. And I don't hear SZA in the club. And I love her music. SZA goes number one. When was it? Other than the the 
the weekend? When was yeah. the last time you heard SZA in the club? Never. Um, I do think they they was dropping "I Hate You" in the club. That one, that, maybe. They, they and was that's a big that for maybe. The, they was playing that for the ladies for sure. Big maybe though. You gotta be. You yeah, gotta have yeah. a. a there was that type of night. And they gotta be a DJ, DJ that's super in tune like, to do that. Yeah. Like you're not going to just the regular old regular degular. Now nah, you yeah, gonna hear that at one of the spots, one of the yeah, fly you gonna spots. You hear that at like the. the that's what I'm saying. Like, you gonna, you gonna hear that at a lounge. You gonna hear that at a lounge versus a nightclub. But yeah. that's. But what I'm saying is like these are not little peewee artists. These right. are like the the top artists of their genre. I mean, wait, you talking about club shows, but you talking about the DJ too, though. I mean, it's the DJ playing the music. Whatever he got in his catalog is what he gonna play. And most likely, if he ain't from up top, I mean, he not about to play no Jay Z and Nas because that's not what he really grew up on. You see what I'm saying? Like, and and really, how it works. A topic for another day. The nightclubs typically all play the same shit, even regional, even the regional ones. They typically all have a base of the same shit and they just throw in whatever coast or part of the town as far as um, um, their culture into that, into what's playing and circulating in the clubs everywhere across the country. Yeah, I mean, like they circulate like same twenty songs. That, and then bingo. Wherever they're from is where they kind of incorporate their little freestyle the extra shit. and Correct. play a little. Oh, yeah. You know. Right. That's I don't know, man. That that's something that always disappointed me. It disappointed me back in the day. It still disappoints me now. I just feel like it's it's such a limiting thing, and I feel like it it steps on a lot of artists that make a lot of good music. It makes them feel as if they don't matter because not everybody who has a big record or even a good record is gonna be hurting in the club, bro. It's just not. It's not feasible. It's just not a thing. Not everything's going to ring off in the same way. A lot of the records that, you know, I might love and I might listen to the car or listen to in the car or I might listen to in a kickback or whatever, it's not going to be the, the record that's going to get played at the club. And that's okay. That's fine. And they're still relevant artists. That's why, I, you know, I really honor the culture change right now as far as, you know, musicians actually working <clears throat> with people from different areas and different coasts. Cause remember, I remember at one point it really wasn't like that. You know, you wouldn't hear, you know, certain rappers on on, on the same track, just due to where they're from and stuff. So now you kind of see that a lot more, and I think that's a real good look for hip hop. For word, sure, word. But uh, we're about to take another quick break, and when we come back, we are knocking out two listener letters. That's right, we got two listener letters. We're gonna knock those two out back to back. Sit back, ghost. Relax. Let's get it. I've been lonely. I've been waiting for you. I'm pretending. And that's all I can do. That's all I can do, mama. Y'all better not go nowhere. Let's get it. Turn up. Let's get this energy. Since I've lost you, I'm lost too Nigga feeling like he at the bottom like a horseshoe Sorry for the trouble that I put you in your heart through God knows that I do anything for a part two Or two, be praying for the day you come back to me Saying that you forgive me Give me another chance, I'm needing it like a kidney I don't wanna advance Give me back her hands, give me back her touch I don't ask for much, but I fucked up I know I fucked up, I admit I fucked up But everybody fucked up Now this other nigga locked up Telling me and my clique don't give a Fuck, cause I'm we from New Orleans She was from Georgia She was my down chick I was a soldier I was a gangster She was my shoulder You were the pistol to my holster Bang I see you hiding, 
This might be one of my favorite sample records that Wayne freestyled over, man. This thing is a classic. You forgot about the house, you forgot about the ring. I remember everything. I just want to hear you sing. I remember the love right after the fight. You can't tell me you don't remember those nights. And if I would cry, then you would cry twice. To me, you are the brightest thought under sunlight. See, take away my title, take away my stripes. You give me back my girl, and you give me back my life. Give me back my girl and you give me back my life See this is just a nightmare So I blink twice Open up my eyes hoping she be in my sight I remember the time I wish I could bring it back What she mean to me is what I mean to rap You know I see you hiding it mama But I know you know I know you do But I wish you and yours nothing but happiness, shouted. But I hope you haven't forgot about me up in the living room watching Sports Center. You were cooking dinner. I was such a sinner, but the Lord is a forgiver. You know they say if you pray, then you can get your blessings ordered and delivered. And your boyfriend is not like me. Mind you, even when they got a teardrop like me. I remember we would sit at home all day. You called me butter, I called you babe. My mama asked about you, my partners did too. I know your daughter will be so amazing like you. And I know you probably wish you never met me And I just wish you never forget me And let me say please don't worry about the women I have been with No engagement can amount to your friendship And I hope that nigga know we got a queen And all I can do is dream Damn like emotionally that was one of Wayne's most powerful records that I've ever heard it. man as yeah. as like mm-hmm. that is a hell of a record classic man that was uh, I feel like we so spoiled now like when it comes <laughs> to just music and things like that man it was just something about the essence and the pain and struggle yeah back man. then that you just like you felt it man it was yeah. so so detailed and the emotion the, yeah now nah, man it's just niggas like, could bro, have feelings back then and be vulnerable without being ostracized yeah now nah, but it's, it's like now nah, things have changed man and it's like what are we really struggling well, it, it's i feel like this a lot of the music is still big a lot oh, of yeah. music still has emotion it still has impact i think the problem is when it comes at you so fast you don't get a chance to digest, digest it. it yes like with man, something you forgot point. came out in an era where we were very in tune with Wayne. Wayne was one of the few people that was putting out at that clip. But now when you got so many artists and so many people are putting out music at the same time, it's so much oversaturation. Plus Wayne was our we, young boy. We know this as we know this as um as podcasters. Your your competition is not podcast as a podcaster. Your competition is Netflix. Your competition mm-hmm. is Apple Music. Your competition is Wayne. Your competition is Drake. Yeah. Com- like, the human psyche can only take so much stimulation. For sure. And with so much TV out, so many different streaming services, so many different podcasts, so many different... When you break it down to that much shit happening so fast, so frequently, 
it becomes a thing where we're so overstimulated and we're taking in so much back to back you don't get that time to play a song over and over and over again like that unless it's something that catches you fast like i remember one song coming out was a moment and that was normal at one point i still remember where i was when i first heard a record like this right uh, hey, you, about, you just hit my next point check me out right here yo Hey, yo, we can't. Yo, the sun don't shine forever, but as long as it's here, then we might as well shine together. Better now than never. Business before pleasure. P. Diddy and the fam, who you know do it better. See, I still remember being a young kid and feeling this mm -hmm. and, and feeling the emotion that comes from just the buildup, the instrumental. Diddy talking over the beat. The theatrics. Just, there's a theatrics that come in when the horns come in, and there's a feeling. There's a feeling where it just starts building up, building up, building up, and you just feel it. is only going to leave you broke. So the only thing left now is God for these cats. And if you know you're too hard for these cats. I'm a win because I'm too smart for these cats. While they making up facts, you making up class. In the commission, you ask for permission to hit him. He don't like me, him and wild wife, he was with him. You heard of us, the murderers, most shady. Been on the low lately, the feds hate me. The son is they say my... Like, I know what that felt like. I know I know when you have just that to play over and over. Ready to hit the fucking gym now. I man. know, right? I have so many emotional ties to a record like this, like, coming up. But I feel like it's harder for somebody who has as much, as much stimulation as is going on today. They don't, they don't get what we get. Like, right. I talked about it. I talked about it with my brother, right? Now, my younger brother, you know, for, for those listeners who don't know, he's nine years younger than me. So there's a, a bit of a gap there. When we talk about music, when we talk about a lot of things, yeah, he was around for a lot of my early, you know, years. So he he's a lot further along musically than his peers. For sure. He knows a lot. For sure. Deep catalog. But sometimes I do get reminded of where he's from as far as his era when we have specific conversations like... I tried to explain to him the difference between Wayne's run in 08 versus Chief Keef's fandom as far as like the 2010s, uh, like that 2013, 2014, right? And he had an argument for that? It's not an argument, but more so. <laughs> okay. The rel it's the more relation. so the idea of okay. he asked who had a bigger um, uh, core core audience who had a bigger cult following, right? And I explained to him the 08 run versus that 2013 Chief Keef run. Now, mind you, the Chief Keef run gave us drill music. The Chief Keef run gave us the Dirks and Vons and, you know, Fives and, and Pop Smokes. And, like, it gave us that whole dark wave that came mm -hmm. after. Mm -hmm. But I explained how in 08, when Wayne was that guy who could do 18 features back to back to back and not miss and was just kind of flooding the streets with mixtapes and this and that. And I tried to explain the difference between internet fame, which is buzzing and being big, but being big in a, in a vacuum versus being big when there was no internet. Not like that. There was no streaming services. Right. And so like when you had like, would you, would you rather be, a popping artist in 2020 or the or excuse me would you rather be the most popping artist in 2020 or the most popping artist in 2002 i say 
2002. And the reason why I say that is because, well, not just that, radio, TV, everything is on you. Mm -hmm. Going number one back then meant capturing 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 million eyes on a weekly basis that are only tuned into you because let's say... You know, you listening to the radio was you listening to the same song at the same time as however other millions of people are listening to that same station. This is not the same as somebody on the bus pressing play on Spotify by themselves. Mm -hmm. That's a different type of fame. And I also explained what I was trying to explain to him was there's a unity that came from the lack of Internet because we had to experience things at the same time. When 106 and Park was on and niggas tuned in to watch that, we were all seeing the same image at the same time and feeling the same things at the same time. There was no, did you see 106 and Park yesterday? Nah, I'm going to watch it on my lunch break. You couldn't do that. You had to see it when it happened. You had to pull up. Mm -hmm. So that, that synchronization of all those people seeing the same thing at the same time and forcing that unity between all of those different groups. It's a different feeling than some numbers on Spotify or some numbers on Mm -hmm. YouTube or some numbers on, because at that point, those people, you don't even know if that could have been on shuffle. That could have been a playlist that could have been, there's so many different factors that come in where the intention isn't the same. The way that it's the, the way that it happened isn't the same. Right. But, you know, that's just, you know, my diatribe on, like, just that difference. All right, jumping into the first listener letter. Um, Y'all want me to do the reading or one of y'all want Um, me to do the reading? I'll read it. How about that? I'll I'll read it. All right, bet. Um, Let me just get it up. We going. And the first one, I guess both are women. So uh, let's let's go ahead and get a woman's name, Chef. Uh, Damn, y'all niggas don't trust me off for one time, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro, I'm not gonna name a chick. I mean, you Teflon. already about to read it. You about to read it? All right, all right, Vivica, Vivica. All Ooh. right, bet Foxy Lady. Um, all right, so this first one, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hey guys, I've been a long time listener, and I have to say I love your podcast. Your podcast is the most natural and entertaining show I listen to. I'm a traveling nurse. I swear I listen to your episodes on the shuffle like it's music. Hey, good looks, good looks. Salute, salute. We appreciate you too. I hope it's okay. I have more than one question. Hmm. Here we go. <sighs> Let me take a deep breath. <laughs> oh, not not too crazy, not too crazy. Are you guys ever going to go back to covering random topics like the old reality bites? That's that's question number one. Yes. Do we stop and answer? Do you want me to? Just go? Yeah, we'll we'll stop as we go. So okay. for question number one is what? Okay. Uh, again, when are you guys going? Are you guys ever going to go back to covering random topics? Like the old reality bites. Thank you. Very good question. You really care. Yeah, no, nah, that's, that's you tapped a, in with us for real. Yeah, that's a good question. Okay, so the idea, you know, uh, this season that we're in right now is our our experimental season. At the end of this, we're gonna kind of throw the order into this whole thing and hammer everything out. So the short answer is yes. The idea is we will go back to that, and that will be the only reality bites. The only reality bites will be the original. So, yes, we will go back to that format eventually. Just give us a little time. Give us a little time. To be continued. But very good question. I'm, I'm glad you asked that. And I'm glad now. Thanks for yes, listening. Yes, Reality Bites will be back, guys. Um, next question. Is it possible for you guys to release more than one episode per week? Who? God we? damn. Sheesh. 
trying to put us to work. Um, oof. Okay. We working men, baby. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's real. That's a good question. Some weeks. Can, can maybe. we get back to you on <laughs> some, that? Some like, weeks, maybe. We, I mean, some weeks we I might, want we to. might do. I it. would like to. In a perfect world. We'd like to. We work, man. Hey, like, she got two options. We we could do we could do two episodes, but make them shorter, or we could just do one <laughs> long one. Same thing, really. We just gonna cut it in half. Yeah. All right. So she might honestly. Hey, you you might be a part of our creative directing or something. Because I mean, I mean, what we could do, maybe we do a reality bites, and then go back to that old format that we were doing, like in our like second season, Reg. Yeah. Do uh, a reality. We'll, we'll figure it out. We we we'll, we're not we'll gonna do all, all that, right? Mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but that's a good question. I'm glad you asked that because that gave us something to look into. That's something to amongst s- each okay. other. I'll answer it this way: that is something <clears throat> that we would like to be able to do going forward. It's just, and at one point we were, yeah. we were dropping two episodes a week, and I was dying, and so we couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't continue that. Yeah, that pace is kind of nuts when you work full time at the minimum. So it's like all that. It's a lot to edit, bro. That yeah. is. It's not what y'all think. I promise it's not what y'all think. Like, but yes, eventually, that's the plan. Can I give y'all a yes? Can I give you like a yes, a yes slash no? Like the yes being like, yeah, there will be times where we do it, but no, there's going to be times where niggas is just going to be like, nah, I ain't, you know, we, we resting or, you know, doing our other life shit that don't pertain to this. Right, right. With all due respect, but that's a good question. Yeah. Now when was that know, the last one? Um no, and the third one. Yes. Sorry if I'm asking too many questions. Never, baby, <laughs> never, baby. Keep them coming. Um <laughs> hey, women are funny. Women are hilarious, bro. Uh Hold on, hold on. Um, my bad. <clears throat> I promise this is the last one. You sure? You sure? If I scroll down angles. I know you guys tell us all the time that this isn't your career so you can't go full time, but can we at least get Reggie Day's radio TikToks? Bada bing, bada boom. That's not bad. That's not a bad request. Bada bang. And I, I don't know me, what to say to that. I mean, TikToks are short, yeah. you know? A minute of, like, I can't tell you no on a minute of content. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, that's, that. I'll say this. We are working towards getting more media. Visually seen. Yeah. We already gave y'all a our, little our, bit. Our media, our media department, that we, we, we're, we working, we're working on that. We're working on that. We just, we just putting a blueprint together. Don't worry, stay tuned. Um, are we gonna get TikToks? I I don't have an answer for that. I'll answer yes. It's just not yet. Okay. The answer is yes. It's just not. All yet. right. Fair enough. So stay tuned. Stay we we gonna be talking yes. on the Tik app and all that shit. Was um, that the end? Yeah, that was it. And all the last she just said, I hope you guys are all doing well with little with love from Little Rock. I got family in Arkansas, so big shout outs to you. Shouts out to Arkansas, man. That's shit, salute. Sir. That's love, though. We appreciate you listening, letters. Um, did you want to go through the other one? I, I mean, I don't mind just before we jump into the other one. I will say this. Yeah. Um, I guess we might as well announce this here. Uh, we got four episodes left for the season, and then at the end of the season, we're taking a break. Uh, we will not be posting in January. January is going to be our off time. We're coming in, coming back and swinging uh, second week of February. So, well, we'll we will be back. But as far as January goes, uh, that's going to be our time to. You know, get right, get some things changed or whatever. The idea is when we do come back in February, all of those what ifs will be in place. So from the TikToks to the, 
you know, the permanent schedule to the fixing of the episodes and all that good stuff, it'll all be in place by then. Just We're just going to need that little time to get right. But, uh, yeah, four more episodes of this season, four more episodes of y'all putting up with us being random. Yes, sir. And then uh, y'all look, all, you guys will get the, the full reveal hey. in 2023. Yes, keep that fan mail coming too, man. Yeah, I, I like that, that's like my favorite part. It's motivation. That's like my favorite part of the, the, the show at this point because y'all showing genuine interest. All right, but for um, this uh this next chick, uh, we're going to call her Nokia. Nokia? Nokia? Okay. <laughs> There's a reason behind you, that. you read this one. Shout out to, uh, to Nokia. I don't want to read this one. All right, so read this one. <laughs> I'll, I'll read it. It's not not not, we ain't, ain't going to have you do two back to back. I got it. I got it. I got oh, it. See, he's just telling me my voice. No, I just yeah, want to. I like switching up. I like switching up. I'm joking. I'm joking, bro. All right, so let's go ahead. Shout and out to you said start? Nokia. Why can't it be Nokia? Bro, don't try me right now. It's too late for this shit. <laughs> My Red Bull gone. Nigga. Nah, it's too late for this uh, shit. Oh shit! This is say, Hey Reggie, maybe I shouldn't read this. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, this, is, you, this is this is personal. This is personal. Nokia. Okay. So hey Reggie, ah uh, shit, this shit about to be funny. I'm already kind of seeing. Nah, this ain't too crazy. I'm talking shit. Anyway, I am so glad that you guys are answering listen letters again. Been listening to you guys forever. You may not remember, but I used to email into seven days all the time in college. Okay, good shit. I know you guys don't talk about sex much, but I really respect you guys, your guys' opinion on relationship. Please don't judge me, even though I know you guys will. Oh, uh-huh. yes, we will. Oh, the judgment is coming. <clears throat> Judgment oh, now here. Radio. Oh, wow. Interesting. Judgment Day Radio. Interesting here. <laughs> so, and I, well, and she quotes. Nokia. My boyfriend. Nokia. It's Nokia. Um, Mrs. Nokia. Anyway, my boyfriend and I have been together for a few months and things are going great. He, good he's, God bless. Salute to you and that king. He's a great guy and bring him, bring, excuse me. He's a great guy and bring with him feels almost. She typed that. If she typed that, I'm sorry, Shorty. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to get through it, but it's not literally correct. Right, being with him, with wait, wait, wait. He's a great guy, and being with him feels almost effortlessly. Um, but it did say bring instead of being. But I figured, gotcha. I figured it out. It threw me the fuck off. Um, now that we're getting comfortable, I think that I have a kink that I want to introduce to him. But I don't know how to make him upset or feel disrespected. Okay, so here's the kink. I'm a really big sound slash audio person. Voices are like make or break for me. My favorite kink is having phone sex. I just had to brace myself because I was about to laugh. <laughs> I didn't expect that because I, I was throwing off. Like when, like with the <laughs> with the <laughs> kink, the last kink I did expect was phone love. sex. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> salute, salute. So I'm gonna keep it going. Okay. Um, guys, girls, I just love the sound of a sexy voice feeling pleasure in my past relationships. I've been able to negotiate phone sex with others since there isn't any physical touching involved, but I feel like my boyfriend will not be okay with that at all. This this is something that is really important to me. What do you guys think I should do? How would you guys take it if your girlfriend asks for a phone pass? <laughs> no kid, no kid, no kid. Shout out to no no kid. All right, so all right, but, but, hold on, hold on, hold on, because we got to take that from the top. I got you, bro. I like no, that's that was crazy. Fam. We ran through that one. Okay, so. I was trying not to laugh through that whole shit, man. Hold on, um, so. 
Let me put on my Nokia voice and and I, this is what I would think that she sound like mad like preppy and happy and shit. <laughs> but let me get wow. She said <laughs> Nokia. She said I'm not gonna start from the top. Hold on. Or might as well. Hey no. Reggie. Okay. I am so glad that you guys are answering listener letters again. I've been listening to you forever. You may not remember me. But I used to email in seven days all the time in college. Big shouts out to that because thank you. Mm. She said, I know you guys don't talk about sex much, but I really respect you guys' opinion on relationships. Please don't judge me, even though I know you guys will. My boyfriend and I have been together for a few months now and things are going great. He's a great guy and being with him feels almost effortless. Now that we're getting more comfortable, I have a kink that I want to introduce him to. But I don't want to make him upset or feel disrespected in any way. Okay. I'm a really big sound slash audio person. Voices are like make or break for me. My favorite kink is having phone sex. I love it. Guys, girls, I just love the sound of a sexy voice feeling pleasure. In my past relationships, I've been able to negotiate phone sex with others since there isn't any physical touching involved. But I feel like my boyfriend now will not be okay with it at all. This is something that is really important to me. What do you guys think I should do? How would you guys take it if your girlfriend asked for a quote-unquote phone pass? That's what my ex used to call it, LMAO. I hope you guys pick my email. And even if not, thank you guys for always being awesome. I'll tell you what. If you're into the voices. Nokia. You might. Um, I don't know. Call that nigga DDG. Hey, yo. She do need to call DDG. Why? When she could just light a candle, turn off the lights, throw on some Reggie Days radio. <laughs> hey, ah. yo, y'all think she probably be like... To the pod? To the pod? Hey, hey that's not a bad idea. Playing playing DJ do it, Diddles? Do it, girl. Hey, if you sweet dreaming nah, to... She got to do it to the pod, to the Reggie Days pod. You know what I mean? Get it popping. Damn, that's, that's you know crazy. But on a real note, you know, because I know she wants some real advice. Yeah, Nokia, that's a part of life. Just, just express it to him. Just tell uh, him, man. Just say, hey, listen. I don't man, know about that. Love. I don't know about that. 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 Let's take this send slow. Him a, send this, him a pick first. Let's like, send him a nude first. Let's take I, this. Let's take this slow. Let's take this slow. Get okay. his mind stimulated. She said she didn't speak to him about this like at all, right? She just, I'm saying, going back and proofreading everything. She's saying that he. Feels she feels like he won't be okay with it, right? Correct. So now, first thing, mm-hmm. this don't sound like okay. Here's the context clues I'm getting from this because she described two things that she probably don't know that she described. One, this sounds like a a good relationship that she's in right now. She's talking about how being with him feel effortless. This is so different than what she used to. This and that. The third, but she also mentioned that the past dudes were okay with this. So that lets me know two this things. Dude might be different. Yeah. One, this is not the this is not, not the, the dude. Same, yeah. This is not the same type of dude that you used to. So that's first thing. Mm-hmm. Two, <clears throat> this lets us know that the past dudes, we know two things about them. One, we know it was not effortless and it did not feel good. And two, they let you go around here talking crazy to motherfuckers on the phone. So that's the two <laughs> things that I know. With those two things, that let me know that this dude got morals. <laughs> You're not just about you to be, be calling care- niggas and listening to their sexy ass voice getting like nah. And you gotta be care. You gotta be careful on uh, what you bring up to people because I'll say this: if he is what it sound like he is, 
Yeah. He'll cut you he off. He's going to hit her with the high Davis. You acting totally different. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Bruh. I can't imagine. Can you imagine being like, you telling your friends you and such, you know, oh, yeah, me and this girl, she's so cool. She's so different. She this, she that, da, 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 da. You know, everything's all smooth. And then she come to you and she's like, oh, there's something I want to try, but I don't know how you're going to feel about this and that. You probably thinking she's going to try to bring in another girl or something, you know, some, something <laughs> that you might even. She tells you that she want to be on the phone with other dudes having phone sex, bro. Wait, other dudes or just She him? said guys or girls. No, I don't think that's what it well, said. Well, no, him. that is. She Where said it, a phone pass. Yeah, the phone pass means like a it's it's the analogy with the uh the hall pass. with the hall pass correlation, which oh. means of cheating. Dang, I wish I had a camera on my face <laughs> after y'all told me that because I thought she was talking about like she was referring to the audience, like hey guys and girls, I, you know, is this weird? Blah 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 blah. I didn't really see the whole other aspect of it. So yeah, I ain't gonna lie, asking for a phone pass is a little different. Um, and sounding like you have a good dude that might not go over too well. I might at first just go ahead and ask him what he'd be down with doing the phone sex with you right. and and just y'all start working towards maybe developing that into y'all sexual relationship. And then from there, if you want to try to reach and try to risk it, don't uh, I'm going to be a real nigga. Sorry. Don't ask about no other niggas, dog. That shit ain't about to work. <laughs> I'm going to be a real nigga. Ain't no, ain't no stand up man, even if they How trying to please their right lady. Now? By all means, Isn't even. Wet? <laughs> How wet? I walk in the room like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then and then you see this nigga at the club and he's like, oh, I know him. And then he just hits you with the, you know how sticky it get. Like, what the fuck? Hey, yo. Man, what? Better stop playing, girl. Hey, you need to get over that. Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm girl, not about to. to I'm not about to tell you, you to, to call Teddy, Teddy fucking Pendergrass nephew hey, for your little sexual you be, fetishes, and then to come like back this. to me. Like, nah, we you not better doing off that. just sitting there with your uh, batteries and your Reggie Day radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I would. I would. Let <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Um, but. To 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 be honest though, in all honesty, for the phone pass, I'ma say hold off on that. Try to again try to build some chemistry with hey. it. If he's if he's if he down to it. do the phone sex with you, then you roll with that. But your phone pass would be, if anything, hey, could we get a girl on the phone together where you're present or right. something would be a, along the lines more so where That's a you're teetering the, you're you're teetering the lines or whatever. That's a Clever way to do it If or you just, just jump out the window sacrifice. If you jumping out the window And say that You might as well just Straight up ask find that nigga Could I call other niggas <laughs> God damn it Find a new kink Just just sometimes You gotta make a sacrifice You know you get with certain people You know you might have to Cut smoking Cut drinking Yeah You know you might have to Let go of your sneaker fetish but You know just to make A relationship work sometimes Just find a new kink Find something new Man you better yeah, get What matters find more to you new. What matters more to you Being in this happy relationship Or Talking Voices. to strangers on the phone. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> how you feel? Now, now, okay. She asked us more than one question, though. She the did. other question was, how would y'all react if your girl came to you and was like, hey, I want a phone pass? Um, when Well, first of all, pass what? <laughs> pa phone pass what? What kind of phone pass? <laughs> This, you got you about to you about to pass me your Nokia <laughs> and let me do get my voice in the phone. Nah, but in all honesty, no, 
Uh, for me, that's going to be a no, dog. How, how Randy Jackson said it, it's going to be a no for me, dog. You're not about to call other niggas and then come come to me ready. Like, what the kind what kind of <laughs> shit is that? Bro, I, I just say, hey, I'm going to call you a hundred times. Don't pick up your phone. I'm going to just leave a hundred voice messages. <laughs> you just, I'm going to just keep changing my voice. Change my- <laughs> Yeah. Now, granted, yeah, d- don't ask for that phone pass. If if I could sit, if I could try to be uh, an adult here and, and mature with this one, try to bring it into the bedroom with just y'all. But, How did I miss this, man? Like it make way much more sense now. I was thinking like, man, you know, that's just a little. Nah, it can't be that hard. But now I'm thinking about it like that used to be your little young freaky ass at <laughs> age 13 called the one <laughs> The one eight hundred got your got your grandma bill hired in the motherfucker. She's like, "Where these motherfuckers come?" <laughs> my fuck, no kid, my fuck. My she was fuck, out here calling fuck, them. Man. It was twenty three dollars a minute. Hey, it's, it's not that weird of a kink, honestly. But not, it just is. Uh, no, it is when you have a relationship. It's yeah, when you have a relationship. No, yeah. it's strange to just ask your man, "Could I call other niggas?" Because it arouses me. <laughs> that's that's that is a little okay, strange. Wait, 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 wait. I got the perfect pushback. I got the perfect pushback. So, what if she looks at it like the whole phone sex thing because they're not touching? Because she mentioned that she was yeah. like, because this is literally her interacting over the. What if she looks at it the same way as people look at either a porn or b the strip club? Wow. What if she looks at it and she's like, "I let you go to the strip club. I let you do this and that. I'm not even touching this guy." I would be so mad at this, this girl. This nigga Reggie in the wrong goddamn. <laughs> profession that nigga need to be a goddamn lawyer or judge or some <laughs> shit right he always finds some fucking ways he find a loophole he, he find a loophole, loophole bro that's <laughs> that's a loophole for your ass <laughs> what and i'm kind of upset because you can't you, even be we, we gotta, it's, just, it's just a voice we gotta <laughs> it ain't no ass and titties no titties and ass. It's nothing physical. She ain't got no the ball Johnson dance like my nigga. She be she doing the ball Johnson dance. Goddamn. She just it's just a, a voice. I, a I voice. would say I feel you, Literally. but my one thing is this. See with the strip club. He, it, he, I, 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 he gonna try. I'm gonna try I'm with the with the strip club. You know what I'm saying? It's the 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 fantasy, the aesthetic. It's an aesthetic though because there's visuals in the strip club. So there's an aesthetic. It's a whole different vibe that come with it. That's sexy. What if she's and, telling you? And, I don't even get visuals. Right. I'd she just like, likes the sound. Ah, uh, Reggie, I fucking. Hate He's you. a. Ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's not like that. Uh, that that was that. Uh, chronic was it? Was it that? that uh, Chronicles, we were just like oh, that Snoop Dogg. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> but all right, so you don't get visuals. But my whole thing One, is this though, two, like that's oh. more to that's more damn near emotional cheating than than this. Only because because of a subconscious level, like you might not have no emotional tie to that man, but there is a man literally giving you some like you know what I'm saying some 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 stimulation some some sweet loving through his yeah. voice like so no, ma- no matter what subconsciously club, no so off. then i'm gonna ask you so i'm I gonna ask you, you i'm gonna flip that out because i'm gonna ask you so could i call a, a girl that i don't see could i call a girl i don't see i never seen before but i i love her voice it just gets me it gets me hard it gets oh. me off it gets me ready for you like if, if what you, if she say yeah then I'm a stick. <laughs> this nigga look upset. Hey, I mean, 
then I'm, I, I don't know. I don't even have an that's, answer. That's the rock. I don't, I don't have an answer for that. I already answered it for you, bro. When you go to the strip club, you not, you not, you don't go to the strip club and you, you not getting your rocks off. Be when the chick is dancing and doing all that Facts. type of stuff. She's actually getting her rocks off and, and to it, so that, it's a little different. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, right. One hundred percent. It'd be different if you go to the strip club and then you bustin'. and you busting on them. Like then that now right. we talking about it, yeah. yeah. You go to jail. <laughs> yeah. To just be sitting there playing with yourself in front of the strippers in front of everybody. Yeah, some yeah. nut ass ah. shit. Jail. Jail. Yeah. You're you're going to Security jail. Security whooping your ass in the back by the dumpster. And they go. First of all, they go beat your ass, <laughs> call you a cum dumpster, and throw you in the dumpster, nigga. But um, damn, what was I gonna say, bro? My fault. Um, I went, I wouldn't fuck with it because at the end of the day, you, you, another man is getting you horny for me. But if you, but you did say, but you did say it's like a, it could be used as like a porn kink. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I guess she I would have to. Confused. I, I'm very confused because it's conflict. <laughs> it's conflicting, and to be honest, I never. Honest. I'm. I'm. This is me being honest and vulnerable here. I. I wouldn't know how to handle this because I'm not a jealous person. I'm not an insecure person. But damn it, I got standards. I don't know if I. If I'm fooling with that, you would have to enlighten me. How Reggie's trying to enlighten me here. Stop for he be done. Took his ass to Metro. Motorola <laughs> <laughs> or some shit. I'm a Boost Mobile. I, I, I would say do your thing. No All right. Kia. I would. I would treat it like this because most of the time couples don't do the porn thing together. A lot of times, at least they don't. Niggas do whatever they do behind closed doors. Women do whatever they do behind closed doors. Don't tell me about it no more. I'm, thank you. You told me that that's your kink, but never let me know about it again because I don't. Yeah, don't yeah. be doing that in the living room. Like, don't. I, I shouldn't walk in the crib and hear Barry White or Terry Prendergrass talk about close the door. See, I don't know. Maybe it's like the Libra in me, but I like hate things that I don't know. Too much of anything. Too much of anything. He's stupid. Hey, can He's you stupid. imagine? Can you, you imagine? What you if she you just, walk into the living room. You walk she, into the living she's room. She's sitting here doing she this. She got shit. the nightie on. We'll she's sitting there, got the hot candle wax. He on speaker. Too much of anything is not good for you. Who is this? Thing? Why is DDG on your phone? No weapon. <laughs> it's been a time we love. We shared love and made love. Yo, is this DDG? What the fuck? It seems to me like it's enough. I can't. It's just not enough. It's just not enough. Oh, oh, man. Hey man, thank you, thank you, thank you for sending in uh, that that listener letter. Clearly, you could tell that we loved it. I just, I don't know, bro. There's some things I can't get used to, no matter how I try, and that's one of them. I ain't never been that confused on a listener letter. That's a good one. Fam, I got to sit back and go home and think about this. Thanks to you as well, because your motherfucker has thrown a monkey wrench. Hey, um, I tr- but I, I like it, though. It's thought-provoking. I tried, you know what I'm but I'm glad I'm not that dude, because that would fuck my whole day up. You hey. saw my face. Me and her would have been going at it. Since Nokia got all these questions, I got a question for Nokia. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't get us canceled, bro. How many times have you got off the Reggie Days race? <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough. I scream your name. Do what you got to do with me.
Hey man, thank you guys for listening. I'ma just go ahead and end it out here. Yet again, thank you. For real. Like this this was probably one of the funniest episodes. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed yourselves. I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this has been yet another episode of Reality Bites. Today I'm joined by my right hand man. Shame the dream. And we are also joined by Chef. <laughs> Can't get another of your baby. Goddamn. Oh man. Please don't masturbate during the show. Or do. Or nah, do, I guess. Nah, you gonna hey. eat off the my shit, baby. Hey. Fuck that. Later days. Baby, let me take all of my life to find you. But you can believe it's gonna take the rest of my life.